fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Zanna and Wendy Lang live here at the beautiful Mary Mays Bar and Kitchen at the Brisbane Powerhouse. Give it up. How good was that? We had our theme song live, Stu. I know, for the first and last time. And they... Look, it happened at all, and that's important. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Um, we are here to mark the end of Game of Thrones. Wendy and Zana will be back later in the episode yes. for some more music. Thank you so much to Wendy and Zana for coming out. That's, they that's just incredible. They learned the theme song two days ago. Yes, it's to amazing. To play here tonight. <laughs> when I said, talent on display. <laughs> when I said, do you guys think you could play the theme song? Not thinking that yeah. there would be people out there who are musicians who don't know the theme song, because sure. I've seen too many clips on YouTube of musicians <laughs> doing clever things with the theme song, but I, they were awesome. Give them another round of applause. Yeah. They were so good. We have our biggest crowd here tonight. It's enormous. It's a little bit intimidating. It's No, it's great. <laughs> I'm so excited. We started off with about five people our first six weeks we ago. We did five people. Who were awesome and most of them are still here yes. six weeks in. So thank you to everyone who's come along uh, for the first time tonight and everyone who's been coming along since we started. Um, I... I can't believe the show's over, Stuart. It's amazing. I know. I'm still dealing with it. I went to a lot of effort to try and do my eye makeup really nicely tonight with my Game of Thrones eyeshadow oh, palette. Oh, okay. It, it's a thing. So who's this? Um, th this is me. No, uh, no, 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 no. But is this a, is this a color? Is this is this a Sansa purple or? Well, no. Nobody in the show actually wears makeup, so the okay. fact that there's a Game of Thrones makeup collection is a little bit silly. That's uh, right. But no, this is a combination of colors that I tried to smush onto my eyes right. to look more appealing, appealing and attractive. I see. Yes. Um, yeah. It may fail. I'm miserably familiar with the concept. Yeah. Because oh, you are. Yeah. yeah What's yeah. your favorite eyeshadow palette? <laughs> I think green. Palettes do you think? not color. Yeah. Jeez. That's a makeup joke. There. Sorry for people who. Moving on. Um, <laughs> irrelevant content warning. Um, snip, snip, snip. I'm Natalie, in case we didn't announce that at the start of the show. Yes. And you are Stu. I am Stu, And yes. we have been recapping via podcast Game of Thrones since season five is when yes. we started. So 2015? 2015. Yeah. And then we've done a few other bits and bobs in between. That's it. But this is the end of a journey. Or so I should say the closing of a chapter. The closing of a chapter. Because I don't let people... Um, who I like get away from my grip. <laughs> so, I mean, so you've, you've essentially signed a contract in blood to continue yeah. podcasting with me on some level, I'd, I'd in some way. I resigned myself to that a long time ago, yeah, Natalie, and yeah. I'm happy in my resignation. No, I, I, I heard you bitching to Dan um, <laughs> from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast, um, and I only know that because you then told me. Is that it's things. just like, oh, we just, we just let Natalie kind of go and then we just have to follow along. That's it. That's part of the fun. Is it fun? It's super fun. Or am I sort of Danny style forcing people <laughs> to or, continually... Yeah, I, yeah, are you just the unsullied? I, maybe. I mean, you have a child, so clearly that's not quite that, the case. There's certain but, qualifications that don't work yet. That's right. But uh, anyway, uh, what are we here for? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, that amazing show that just finished. So I'm a little bit wired and tired, and uh, if I do... Why is, why is that, Natalie? <laughs> just get ready, everyone. Yep. Everyone get your drinks ready. Uh, <laughs> this drinking game has spilled into my Facebook page. <laughs> people have started just writing drink or oh, awesome. on, in awesome. comments on my Facebook page. This is excellent. I mean, this keep it up news. because clearly I look like a super TV asshole now. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was actually on the finale of a little show called Thrones 360 Live. Were you on really? Oh my goodness. Hey. Hey. Um, I have nothing to cheer with because I asked the audience before the show if they could keep me regularly supplied with Diet Coke and nobody, 
Nobody in the, in has the provided me. We've been recording, with, no in one's the two done minutes it. that we've been recording. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm mostly joking. <clears throat> Not joking. Um, how did you find the episode? I quite liked it. I thought it was yeah. very good. Yeah. <laughs> it's Let's very do good, it. this show that I like, that I like to watch. Yeah, that we've um, been slightly obsessed with yeah, for the best exactly. part of. No, years? honestly, honestly, I, I really, really liked it. We'll get it. We'll get into the reasons why I thought it was slightly less than it could have been, but I really, really liked it. I thought they did stick the landing. It was just how they got there that might have been a little bit shaky. Okay. Uh, let's do a quick audience poll. Yeah. Uh, let's get a hands up if you liked the episode, you were happy with it, you maybe had a few happy tears, a few sad tears, but generally you walked out going, I'm pleased with how that wrapped up. Hey, okay, a lot hands of people, in the actually, air. Yeah. Can I get a verbal? Can we? Because it's a podcast, and I realise it. <laughs> well, we're just realising now. We, we should can we sort of get that. a verbal like, yay? So yay. that's All good. Right. That's, that's positive. A, that's that's a positive. Good, that's, a, that's more than half the audience. Yeah. Anybody here who's a hater who was like, they've betrayed me. It's been ten years of my life, absolutely <laughs> wasted. Not that high. Okay. All right. So okay, nobody. Nobody hears like from Twitter, but no. um, <laughs> what about people who are like, ah, uh, just do do a hand and an ah. Uh. Okay, yeah. so I'd say maybe two thirds, one third. Yeah, absolutely. In that favor seems, that of seems the episode, to be the, right, the split. I think that seems fair. That seems pretty reasonable, right, actually. Well, yeah. podcast done. Let's <laughs> get to the fun stuff. Consensus reach. Let's hit the bar. Let's do our one minute challenge. Yes. Uh, I believe you are to go first this week. And is it my turn to go first? Let's okay. hear what pop song Stew wrote down this week. Well, no, I didn't do a pop song. <gasps> I just this is my Wait, pitch what? document for June North, the uh, Game of Thrones <laughs> spinoff. <laughs> Uh, with Tom and John and Ghost solving crimes north of the wall. I wrote that in a recap a couple we, of weeks did you, ago. Did you? Okay, right. There we go. I've stolen Do your you joke. Do you even read my recaps? <laughs> no, that's probably where the idea was planted. Yeah, I had the whole theme song from Jude South. Yeah. Well, I got it from YouTube. I okay, love that show, Jude. Sidebar. <laughs> Does anyone here remember the 90s? Yes. It was a golden time. Uh, it was a time when there was no social media, so you could do really offensive things as a teenager and they wouldn't come back to haunt no, you. No, yeah, that's right. Oh, my goodness, the, the illegal things I did. <laughs> the freedom, the unbridled the freedom. The unbridled freedom away from the glare of social media. <laughs> and what did I do with my time? Sat in my room watching British comedies. And attempting to do accents. Yes. Yeah, I was a rebel. Very, very similar teenage years to me, which is why we're friends. I think. Yeah, I think so. We're both, both sitting in our room taping yep. Martin Malloy yeah, on the yeah, radio. Absolutely. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yes. Any Martin Malloy fans in here? Yeah. Hey, nice one. Awesome. Um, can I just say, and get your glasses ready, but uh, <laughs> I am actually friends with Tony Martin now, so I don't want to. I don't want to glow. Um, but I am actually friends. Mm. Hey, look at Diet Coke! Hey, just first Diet Coke has arrived. First Diet, well, second technically, because you bought me one earlier, Stu. So, but the first um, one, the first you, one. Thank you, Tilly. Of the night. There Tilly we go. has uh, Tilly has come in strong. So if you want to win big in the, the bar uh, has been set. People. If you want to, I'm going to give Tilly an extra draw in the prize. Uh, <laughs> this is blatant vote rigging. Blatant. Look, we've had an election. Let's go with it. Um, <laughs> We, I have prizes to give away tonight, so yes. Tilly's just won herself an extra draw card. So, <laughs> What is that thing where they put the things in and you, if you draw out, you have to go into the thing and then everyone kills you? Thunder Dome. Uh, yeah, Thunder sure, Dome? Yeah. Sim, sounds similar. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. That's the one. <laughs> Maybe odds be ever in your favour. Maybe odds be ever in my favour, yes. No, no, now this show is over. I'm totally irrelevant. <laughs> We'll find something. I've lost any pop culture We'll find something credo. to hitch our wagon to. Oh, yeah, I've good. got to. Um, thank you for that. But, uh, yeah, so you're, you're due south is what I'm saying. Yes. 
yeah, yeah. great show. Amazing show. Amazing yeah. show about a nice Canadian Mountie and mm. his white wolf. That's right. Who was deaf, incidentally, and lip read. So, <laughs> look, I spent a lot of time in the nineties learning stupid facts. Um, <laughs> the wolf, the wolf was deaf and lip read. Yeah, for reals. The nineties was a great era. That's of not television. funny, but it is true. So I'd watch Lois and Clark, right? Because clearly the best ever interpretation of Superman. Um, <laughs> prove me wrong, Zack Snyder fans. Um, and then flip over to Due South. It was a double that you couldn't get enough of. That's amazing. Uh, but, That's a good one too, combo he, he, go, he went south to solve crimes in Chicago. Yes. And, you know, what, what pro- provided the drama was the conflict between that nice guy Canadian Mountie image, you know, yeah. that true for it professional, you know, always always one step ahead. That's it. Conflicting with the crime-ridden kind of Chicago. crazy crime-ridden Chicago. It was like a fish-out-of-water scenario. <laughs> and uh, it was so original in the sense of, yes! Oh, we got two. We got two now. I just got a pint of Diet Coke. <laughs> Andrew gets himself a, another name in the drawer. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep for the next week. <laughs> so you wrote Due North. What, what was your pitch? I mostly just, I mostly just you, started uh, writing fan fiction of John Tormund and, and yeah, goes... What, <laughs> is there like a line or was there I think, a I think I just... I, I started writing... Because like, you, you were eating. You distracted me in the middle of this. Oh, it's my fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. No, it's... um. No, I think that, that would be good and they need to cancel any prequel or sequel plans they have and, and take up mine. Yeah, I think it would be good. Get Dick Wolf to do it. Yeah, exactly, well, I, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. Dick Wolf. <laughs> get Dick Wolf to do it. Very nice. Dun, dun. <laughs> North of the Wall, there are two major police and the torment who prosecutes them. <laughs> and the torment who prosecutes them. <laughs> uh, okay. How good was it seeing torment again? It was I so never good thought, seeing Torment again. I never thought that we would see Torment I, again. I thought we were done with all I of those characters. I lost my shit. Yes. And I was crying. You lost your shit. And then I thought about Stu in that moment yes. and cried even more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just know how happy you would have been. I would have liked it more if he had a line. That would have been nice. Yeah. If we had a... If we had have had time to actually have some sort of interaction Yeah, there. some but, sort of joke about the size of Jon Snow's penis That's again. right, yeah. exactly. But even just seeing I the big man... I knew you would come back up here. <laughs> Yeah. And we're back to Dick Wolf. Thank you. <laughs> Comment from the audience. Uh, now, I have written on my one-minute challenge, no more bun bun. Now, I think what I meant to write was no more man bun. But right, in the yes. excitement, I've written bun bun, which kind of sounds like one one the giant yes, brother. Yes, it does, yeah. <laughs> one one and that's true. bun bun, having adventures and being huge. Um, <laughs> because to me, the, the utter symbolism of John releasing his beautiful hair. That's right, exactly. From the man bun. Ever since he's... Which has been imprisoning exactly. his hair <laughs> since the start of season six. Absolutely. All of this, you Ever know, since he came back, that oh, was the... He's had a clean field of vision That's for three it. seasons. <laughs> nothing it's in his face. It's been annoying me. Absolutely. The no wind, flyaways. The wind has nothing to pick up there. <laughs> Makes battling so much more efficient, sure, but he looks less brooding. That's right. Anyway. He released his hair and he released his soul. <laughs> I'm back on the John train. I went off him a bit at the start of this you, season. You're back on? I'm so back on. Back on, yep. I wish I was his horse. <laughs> yeah, no, that checks out. Yep, yep, yep. Um, okay. John goes north with Tormund, followed that. Danny dies! Yes. Oh, sorry, spoilers. Spo- um, yeah, sorry if anyone, if anyone hasn't seen the episode. Kissy Stabby. 
uh, was the method of dispatching. Yep, absolutely. Uh, one of my my um, my bookie, not bookie. Um, what Your do you call bookie. someone? I don't have a bookie. I have a what's it called? A tipster. Right. I have okay. a tipster. Um, his name is Turf Deli on Twitter, and okay. uh, lovely guy. I met him in Melbourne last year, and he we became friends after he sent me a tip for an article back when I was at Brisbane Times, where Stu now is. Please read his articles; he's very good. Uh, support local media. Um, he sent me a list of all these horses that were named after Game of Thrones characters. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. And so I wrote an article on it, and ever since then we've kept in touch. And he'll always give me a tip when one of these horses is in a race. Yeah. I inevitably go and bet on the horse. It inevitably loses. So he's probably <laughs> responsible for me losing at least like 200 bucks by now. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so Great thanks, friend. thanks, uh, Turf Deli. But he sent me a message saying he thought that was a bit cliche, the kind of kiss the kiss, kiss before dying. Okay, right. Oh, we've got someone over here nodding. Sorry, I've forgotten your name. Oh, my God. Hannah. Hannah is nodding. You found that cliched, Hannah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. No, no, no. Um, you know, feel free to call in, everyone. Remember, it's a call-in it's podcast. It's a call-in podcast. Um, you just may have to come up to the mic or we have to repeat back. Uh, but yes, I didn't care that it was cliche. No, I, I think that... I did not give a crap. It mirrored several uh, previous incidents in the show. Yeah. Um, and that's good. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a bit cliche, but at this point I could use a bit of cliche. I, uh, her reaction was kind of stilted and, and, and not what, you know, you'd expect her to be like... <laughs> But instead she was like kind of released from the kiss and then went, hang on, what's this? Like she was so <laughs> into Jon Snow that didn't notice that he'd stabbed her. Like l- literally, st- like not yes. literally, st- yes, but yes. like not figuratively literally <laughs> stabbed her, but like actually stabbed her with Absolutely, a sword. Yes, and, yes. and by sword, an I actual don't sword. mean, yeah. yeah, I mean mm. a steel sword. And that's not a not some sort of, yeah. <sighs> Still wish I was his horse though. Um, <laughs> Tyrion finds bodies. He found the bodies of Jamie he did, and Cersei. Yeah, Jamie and Cersei. Did you hear the rumor? My friend Liz, hello Liz, if you're listening. Uh, actually, no, well, she hasn't come. To, I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but anyway, <laughs> Liz yes. had a theory that Jamie wasn't dead. Oh, uh, we've got a few a bit of comment from the audience. A few, did a few people think that? No. And what, I was like, I, I what mean, heading into the episode or after the episode? Uh, no, after last week's episode. Going, there was a theory. Oh, okay, right. Yes. Somebody else has heard that theory. Had heard that theory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's right. So Tony and Eloise are throwing out what I'd heard as well, yes. which is that normally after a main character dies, Entertainment Weekly or something release a, an exit interview essentially. Like, oh, so oh, what okay. did you think about playing the role and how do you think about dying and all that sort of stuff. And there wasn't one released for Jamie or Nikolai Costa-Waldo. Right, okay. Lena Headey. Oh, Lena Headey got one. She got one. Okay. And uh, Rory McCann as the Hound got one released, oh, but okay. not Nikolai. And apparently the editor of EW said, I'm just holding that for a, a week. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that's three big characters in the, in the world of Game of Thrones. So mm. I imagine they were probably just waiting, you know. Although Which, having said that, this week you have Amelia Clark. <laughs> so... Yeah, but I guess or that's two get, last week and yeah, two this Yeah, that's right, exactly. Uh, yeah. um, as it turned out, no, you can't really survive a castle falling on you. No, yeah. It's difficult. It's difficult. Mm. Yeah. Even if you are, you know, even if you are supported by a moral strength of redemption or something. Yes. Did I... Am it I still dreaming? Collapses. Am I dreaming or was there yes, in the are. bricks... Yes, entirely I, yes, this a is, dream. This has all been a hallucination. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, and, and peel back, and that stew was our Game of Thrones. <laughs> See you next week for D and D. Was that the right reference? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that right? was that okay. was very good. Well done. Sure. Um, 
the uh, was I was I dreaming or was there like a pattern in those bricks? This, this sounds like the rantings of a crazy person. But was there a pattern Who in those are you bricks? To, Stu? Oh, exactly. The the pattern in those bricks that looked like a pair of wings. What? They looked like a pair of wings. Am I crazy? I'm crazy. I did I? not even spot that. Did anyone that. else see that? Like over Jamie? No. Okay. No, that's fine. I haven't seen it pop up anywhere. Normally, stuff like that pops up. It's probably just me. I Never mean, mind. there was the fantastic symbolism of Danny with her dra- with her with, dragon wings with behind her. her. Dragon that wings one of the expanding. coolest shots I've ever seen in this show. So good. Amazing. I mean, you're happy to kind of check out at that point once you've had that image that you can put on your <laughs> put on your CV put for on, the rest of time. Put on your time. show reel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else do I have? Here? Yeah. So Tyrion and John have a DNM. They, they very they much do. had yeah, to Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In an in a extended scene, in, a, in an episode that otherwise rocketed by, yeah. they take the time to have those two hash it out. And to really work it through. Yeah, absolutely. That's the one thing that they gave time to, and I think they had to because they have to justify John eventually doing what he does. Uh, Sansa is queen, Arya the explorer, and Robin Aaron <laughs> got hot. Yeah. He, he long-bottomed. He long-bottomed. He long-bottomed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the term. He, Is it? Neville Longbottom was the first one to do it and everyone after him, they Longbottom. They Longbottom. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I can, I, I'm on it. It was funny though. Did anyone else take it kind of go, oh, that's Robin Aaron? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> he got some fancy threads. Which they've definitely, well, I mean, they dressed him in the same colours as well, which I think was purely to give that visual reference of... Yeah, no, this is still Robin Aaron. We know he got hot, but like it's still him. He's still a creepazoid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mind you, who else were the people? There, there was a lot oh, of unfamiliar faces so at that many. council. Who the hell's the Prince of Dawn? I know. He just shows Some up. Swarthy man wearing Oberon <laughs> Martell's secondhand cloaks. <laughs> and like, there's there's one guy there who apparently is supposed to be Howland Reed, who is Mira and Jojen Reed's father. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. What the guy between um, Edmure Tully and Sam is apparently Howland Reed. I mean, maybe. Like, like, this is all fan theories at this point. Like, no one for the show has said, yes, this is definitely Howland Reed. That's so it, exactly. It's the that gives it away. Because they're a frog house, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, they're so, like frog people. Yeah, they're marsh people. Marsh people, yeah. Bogmen. Amphibious. Yes. <laughs> they're a bit swampy, yeah. Um, wouldn't you send Mira you send rather than Howland? It's Hallen. a good point. Well, Howland is the I lord of that house. I just think Mira is still smarting from the way Bran treated her after yes. she lugged his fat ass. <laughs> sorry, skinny ass. Um, but his increasingly way, large ass, like he's growing, growing, growing throughout the course of the series. He was like a tiny little boy and suddenly he's oh, this yeah, giant... Oh, no, 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 but I mean, he's still a skinny guy. Yes, okay, right. Here. I sat next to him on a couch. Uh, you did. <laughs> and actually... <laughs> on a little show Dream, called Thrones 369. Lovely, lovely. I sat you next sat, to the King of Westeros. You did. And I was going to say this. You sat next to the King of Westeros. Did he have a little, like, cheeky glint in his eye? Nope. That, nope, didn't give it away at all. We were told that he couldn't say anything about... Wow. He couldn't really talk about the show at all. And the way that they put it to us was we couldn't even really ask him about the current season. It was weird. It was like, but we're literally talking about what just happened. Surely he can talk about that. And, of course, he came out and went, oh, my God, I've just watched it in my hotel room. It was so good and it was so amazing. And so we were concentrating on that. On, on the battle on, and on not battle. thinking ahead, like, oh, what and happens to Bran? Because we couldn't really then go further. They're under strict yeah. instructions to not talk. Sure, um, exactly, yeah. But you I know, really wish I'd gone, so Bran, hey, somebody on the show voted for you as king. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? <laughs> and just see what he would have said. This is where I fall down as a journalist, as an investigative journalist. This is why I will never be Yarn Event. <laughs> 
I was told by many for, people when I was a girl that I could be Yarn Event. It's like if you work hard, Natalie, you could be Yarn Event. Mm. Didn't happen, did no, it? No, no. <laughs> Not enough cheekbone. For that reason Not only. Not enough jawline. That reason only. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Stu. I don't know to say. <laughs> I've got so much Diet Coke to drink, man. I'm starting to get a headache. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Literally, as Natalie said that, an audience member brought a Diet Coke to the front table. Oh, my God. That could not have gone better if we had actually planned wow. that. Wow. That's incredible. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, okay, I've got to get through all this. Uh, <laughs> See, now, this is what I happens don't. when you ask the audience for things. I, I was not <laughs> expecting people to really take me up on this challenge. I was hoping for someone to maybe go, oh, look, I'll, halfway through the episode, I'll get her another one. But now I've got, like... <laughs> Probably a good litre yes. and a half yeah, yeah, yeah. of Diet Coke in front of me. And mm-hmm. um, I need to have some water just to prepare and, myself. Well, to be, to be like, not rude, you have to drink all of it now. Oh. Yeah. I'll give it a red <laughs> yes. Aussie go, Stu. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was... Uh, ha- no, that's Hannah. That is Joe from Joe. Joe just bought herself another entry in the prize draw. Mm. Oh, I just tore it. I'll edit that out. Does that mean it's invalid or...? <laughs> No? No, it's um <laughs> I scribbled just not Clive Palmer on it, so Yeah, fair enough, yeah. That I hear that works. Yeah. How annoying is that guy? He's and annoying enough that I'm very glad we're not having ads all the time for I'm him. I'm supposed to yeah, I'm supposed to edit all the defamatory stuff out of this, <laughs> but I can I just say Clive Palmer and his now, hang on, freaking hang on. YouTube ads. If anyone is going to sue us, it's Clive. <laughs> I've got a good story about Clive. Okay, yeah. uh, okay. Sidebar. But Clive Palmer's ads, and I don't say this lightly, Stu, Clive yes. Palmer's ads have made me look forward to the return of Grammarly ads. <laughs> Do you guys know that app, Grammarly? Yeah, yeah. It's on like every freaking YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I write every day. I need Grammarly. I'm like, <laughs> I got educated. <laughs> Sorry, that's my privilege showing. Um <laughs> Of course, not everyone has the best education, of course, but I just, I mean, literally the examples they use on Grammarly is like someone putting in a full stop and starting a new sentence and I'm like, (laughs) is this the world we're in when people can't write a sentence? Yes. Yep. Okay, yeah, that's consensus. (laughs) There's consensus from the audience. My good story about Clive... My good story about Clive... I I have never... Totally tell it, yeah. Yeah, I will. Maybe I'll edit it out later. Anyway... My good story about Clive. She won't. I won't. She won't. Um, so I am very rarely witty. Or as a journalist, I was very rarely witty. Right. I was too paranoid about in your, in your sounding writing. like an illness. No, no, no. Not in my writing, but in like press conferences oh, okay, and asking right. questions yeah. and stuff. I just, I used to, I am not afraid of public speaking, mm. but I would go to the, you know, you've done them, those media lunches totally, where you yeah. have to, the premier speaks and you have to get up and ask them questions yep. or something. And I would never get up and ask a question because I was conscious that there's like a thousand business people in a room and I have to get up and go. And they all hate journalists. What is the bu- budget <laughs> position going into the end of your financial? Um, would you, blah, blah. you know, I am like the pimply kid from, oh, we've lost Trudy. Sorry, Trudy. Um, <laughs> oh, she's getting a drink. No more Diet Coke. I'm... <laughs> 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 I'm fine, Trudy. I'm fine for the moment. You drank all your champagne with the drinking game. Thanks, Katie. Love your support. Um, <laughs> I was on a show. Uh, it's called Thrones 360. I'm going to make hey. everyone here is going to be plastered. That's it. But no, Does it like, count if the audience brings it up? I'm not sure if that. 
Why not? Yes, okay. No, okay. Yeah. The audience invented Audi- the, the game. The audience consensus is I yes. I feel like they can make the rules. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I was always really scared of just looking like an utter numpty sure. in press conferences. And um, I had one glorious moment of mm. triumph and it was in a Clive Palmer press conference. Yes. Because he was – Clive Palmer, my theory goes, is a frustrated stand-up comedian. Right, I, yes. I fully I've, believe this. I've heard you this. say this before, yes. He, yeah, he grew up in an era like 60s, 70s Queensland when you couldn't go off and kind of be a show showman mm. or comedian. It didn't it. really exist as a viable career. So what do you do when you're a frustrated, narcissistic, attention-seeking idiot? Like me, you get into theatre. Um, <laughs> no, you get into politics. Um, so he... He uh, he became an advisor to Joe mm. Bjorkipiesen, got a bunch of good land deals. I'm not suggesting it was weirdly done, but no. you do your not own research. Um, and he became super rich and that allowed him to have an opinion and that allowed his opinion to count so much that he could just have a media conference whenever he wanted and people would show up. So he was essentially creating his own stand-up gigs. That's it, exactly. He was yeah. like, I've got... 30 minutes of new material, call the journos call in. Call the journos, they'll film it. I'm going to go off and do my jokes and that's what a Clive yeah. press conference would be. It, was, it would yeah. just be him th- throwing out He has gags. a line. He always has a line that he's come loves up with. It. Yeah. Loves it, yeah. loves it. And I was at this conference with him once where he was being asked about a whole host of things and at one point he was criticising journalists for not – because he was a journalist early in his career yes. apparently. Yeah. And he was saying, back in my day we did the responsible thing and had two sources and I'm sick of all you journalists only checking your source from one person and then running with it and that's just not good journalistic practice so he had this big spiel and then he went into a bit talking about his um, Titanic because he's rebuilding Titanic sidebar sidebar I've rebuilt two Titanics in the time he's still (laughs) taking one just saying Titanic the the movie the play just the front bit though last week still counts that's true that's That's more than Clive that's technically more than Clive has ever done so yes so he goes on about how he's having this big dinner up at his resort which is now abandoned at Coolum yes it is Abandoned ghost town. A wasteland. But he had a massive Titanic dinner there where he recreated the menu from the last Mm. night on the Titanic and all this stuff. And he was talking about how it's going to be the best night ever and the chefs are doing this and I'm, you know, everyone's going to love it and I've invited all these people. And I just put up my hand and said, do you have a second source that I can confirm all this with? (laughs) (laughs) And... Daniel Hurst, who went on to be a great uh, journo for the for the uh, Guardian and Fairfax and Guardian, and Mark um, from Financial Review. Ah. Anyway, the other journos in the room were like, "Yes," (laughs) and I have never had that reaction, and I was so proud of myself (laughs) for actually landing a zinger. I tell the story here today. That's my one good call. Fantastic. My one kind of in a, in a media conference. That's the rest it. of the time, I'm like, I'm like, can I please ask a question? About, uh? They're like, no, no. So, why did I bring that up? <laughs> I'm what were we talking about? We were talking about Game of Thrones originally. Yeah, we were. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had to make it all about me, didn't I? No, no. Um, who's the Clive Palmer of Westeros? <laughs> is I mean, it Bron now? Is it Bron? I guess Bron. He's the he's master the of coin. Yeah. Yeah. Although initially it was probably Robert. He's got the girth. Oh yeah, yeah. He would. <laughs> he would totally be a Clive. I hope he doesn't sue. Because <laughs> you're I'm, leaving all this in. I mean, he can try. I'm so broke that. Yeah. <laughs> just do, man. What you want? Three foster cats? You can have them, man. That's it. No, don't take the foster cats. <laughs> I just realised what I said. Takes two. Takes two yeah. instead. <laughs> Talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, 
So Danny dying. Happy? Sad with that decision? Inevitable? Uh, inevitable. Could have been avoided? Again, it's one of those things where I wish they'd had just a few more episodes to flesh this thing out. If there was an episode where they just had to sit with the consequences of what just happened at King's Landing, but instead the, the episode has to rocket through to a very long scene of Tyrion and Jon basically justifying to themselves and us, the audience, why Danny has to die. And it's not hard after what has just happened, but also it's Daenerys Targaryen. We've been with her for this whole time, and even though she's just done a terrible thing, we still don't want to see her die. I don't think so, anyway. Did anyone... Did We'll get the audience to call in. Did, did anyone want to see Daenerys die after what she did last some week? Some very strong there hands going some, up. A couple of... You wanted to see her die before she wow. did King's Landing. Okay. Brutal. That's that's brutal. Um, but, you know, I think I think she's a beloved character and, you know, everyone was up in arms rightly because this, this beloved character had taken a turn for the evil, um, as I had been predicting for many seasons. But she's very happy. I'm very happy that. about that. Yep. One of the few times that I've been right about this, this show. <laughs> but it's very good. But um, you know, I, I think that they needed more time to sell it. And I think if they had had Maybe a full episode, just a full episode. If the, if from the start of this episode to where Danny is killed and Drogon melts the Iron Throne, which is something else we have to talk about, mm. um, the if that had been a full episode and had been given the room to sit and justify why this had to happen, and then it happened, and we're not sure right up until it happens what way John will go. And even in this episode, we weren't quite sure. I I thought right at the last minute that John might have chickened out, and then that stabby noise happened and Daenerys uh, goes down but did she look angry to you I thought she looked angry I oh, do like you think it, so it, it I thought she looked surprised she looked surprised I think there was a little bit of anger there she was like oh god damn it like, <laughs> <laughs> are you serious at least let me sit that's it in I didn't even get to sit in the chair I touched it and then went on a sort of a reverie about how gee I overestimated how big this thing was when I was a kid <laughs> And then a, a, Why a did strange... I bother? Why did I even bother? It's like I could and have my Unsullied build something better out of their, you know, removed testicles. Absolutely. But, <laughs> but you can see in hindsight... Too much? John giving... <laughs> yeah, that, that's the line. Testamental? Tester... The Iron Bone. Oh! Dan just got booed. <laughs> the audience is booing itself. It's civil Things, war in yeah. here. Things are <laughs> picking up. Um, I haven't even been booed yet and Dan got booed. That's, <laughs> that's great. right. Exactly. Yeah, we're doing well. That's well. a boost to my ego. <laughs> no, but I thought it was really interesting too that John at, at a couple of points in that scene gives Danny every chance to actually, you know, say that she's not gone full crazy. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, I've got to just, try and keep up yeah. with the Diet Coke No, no, drinking. that's it, exactly. I'm yeah, currently no, drinking three glasses at once yeah, now. that's it, exactly. You should just get the straws and, like, put them in that way <laughs> yeah, and then you okay. can do all three at once. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just so, yeah, set it up in some sort of, like, central arrangement. There we go. Yep, excellent. So you're getting, like, a three hit. It's fantastic. Well, keep talking, yeah, no, Stuart. I am. I'm, I'm talking. It's, it's fantastic. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can see the future. <laughs> What's it like? <laughs> bright. Too bright. Yes. <laughs> um, three, Diet three Diet Coke Raven, yes. Thank you. Um, what did you make of... Um, I, look, 
I thought John gave Danny every conceivable chance. That's it, exactly. To show yeah. that she had some mercy still left in her. Exactly, and she, all she was doing was talking about how she'll conquer the world, and if they, if anyone stands up to her, yeah. they're wrong. Everyone is. She she called the do- I, okay. I love the symbolism of the Dothrak, the Unsullied. When she addressed her army, you've mm-hmm. got the disciplined Unsullied. Yep. And then at the back, you've got the Dothraki just freaking going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and she addressed the Dothraki first. Yes. And yep. to me, that symbolism is that the Dothraki lifestyle that she took on in the very first series, yep. and she made the choice to embrace their lifestyle, that's what has lasted longest with her. Yes. Because that whole, you have helped me kill the men in the, the iron suits and burn their stone houses, that's what she ended up becoming. She became mm. the great Carl, the Carl, the... The The, the Khaleesi. <laughs> yeah, I know the st- yeah the stallion that mounts the world. Yeah, and and that is you know Drogon and 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 Danny have sort of become that yes absolutely prophecy. And I thought that was interesting that given how the Dothraki have been somewhat sidelined just a little bit, and, and, and also to the point like where we all thought that they had died, that we thought they were all gone, um, and suddenly there was a lot of them left. Apparently, for her to then go into like full Carl mode. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, well, and, and I mean she's talking to them directly, so she she would use a mode that they would understand, but. It was interesting to see her. Yeah, but it wasn't like she had to pretend to. No, no, no. You know, exactly. She was yeah, fully yeah, yeah. there. In that exactly. Moment. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's that's what she's taken on. And that was the first. They they were the first people that she sort of rallied to her cause. Mm. Like the Unsullied came later, and that's why they got sort of second. But the the Dothraki are her people, and she yeah. she convinced them to come across the the sea and. But then with the Unsullied, it was when she said, um, "We're not going to put our spears down." Until mm. we liberate everyone. Yes. And it was like, oh, one of those. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> We've achieved our mission. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. No, seriously, we had a contract. There's, there's no that mission accomplished banner we over had, Yeah, once King's we Landing. had King's Landing, then the Unsullied, you know, we, we're here under our own banner. Like, we're not your army to command. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you... And then what she's like, happened? well, actually, if you look at subsection A, paragraph <laughs> B, you'll find that while I am in a conquering mood, you have to stick with me, <laughs> guys. Um, but that was my point. Was she expecting that the Northern Army would then follow her across the world? Was that part of the deal? I think so. I think she was going to conquer all, because she specifically mentioned Winterfell and Dawn. Yes. The North and Dawn being the historically... More rebellious, rebellious parts, parts of the of, kingdom, yeah, the, the north and the south. Yeah, that she would um, from Winterfell to Dawn, we will have you know peace, or we'll break the wheel. Yeah, and over to Carth, which she referenced in season two. Yeah, which is on the far, the side very of Esos, far yeah. side of Essos, and she referenced when she was stuck outside Carth, and if they didn't let her in, she'd return with her dragons and and burn and the city burn to the ground. Them as the first city she would burn. Yep. So she's got some stuff. Still with cars. Yes, absolutely. She, she's been like we haven't known, but she's been keeping that. That's it. That's all still in there. How <laughs> But um, I think everyone. I think certainly what Tyrion and I think the Unsullied would follow her because what are they going to yes, do? Yes, like? exactly. And the Dothraki would follow her. It remains to be seen whether the Westerosi uh, armies would follow her. But Can then they? she does have a, dro- yeah, a dragon. Well, that's right. They would be following her under yeah, duress. They would be following her, or they would get roasted alive. Yeah, and that's the. That's the point. Yeah. I mean, it's a choice. Mm. It is a choice. It is a choice. Yeah. yeah. It's not a great not, not a great choice, but it is a choice. Yeah. Much like an election we just had. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no politics here on the program. No, only fantasy politics. Only fantasy politics. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think that I, I kind of... I think I knew that John... I had 
said uh, on Thrones 360, a uh, little TV show that I've been on. Hey! hey. Last week. Yes. Because obviously I was on it last week and yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to make everyone as drunk as I am on Diet Coke right now. Um, but I had said that I think that John would be the only person who could get close enough to Danny to kill mm. her. Apart yep. from someone like Grey Worm, and Grey Worm was never going to kill Danny. Yes. You know, he's, he's devoted to her. Uh, and so when that happened, I went, well, I'm, you know, right. We've lost Adam. Bye, Adam. He's out of beer from all of my <laughs> drinking game mentions. Right. Don't get a Diet Coke. I'm fine for the moment. Whew. Uh, so I was quite, I thought there was a lot of symbolism in the way she died because John, when he was killed, he was tricked and stabbed in the heart. Yes, exactly. And she yeah. was tricked and stabbed in the heart. Absolutely. And I'm not sure by that stage, I think there was actually some snow falling. I thought initially it was all ash, but I actually think, because when Drogon, when John walked past Drogon and he kind of unfurled himself yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, near the gate, there was ash there, but there was also, I think, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's supposed to be both. I think there's supposed yeah. to have been a snowfall as well. So when she died and he put her on the ground, this sort of pool of blood spread out from her back in much yeah. the same way that spread when John was killed by the Night's Watch. There absolutely. was a parallel there for me in, in how they both Yeah, no, died. absolutely. I clocked that as well. And it's it sort of, there's been two other deaths in a similar way, which is Roose Bolton killing uh, Rob Stark and yes, then and Ramsay then Bolton killing, killing Roose Bolton. Yes. And then so that they sort of mirrored each other. And so they were the, more in the two, gut, though, weren't they? They're a little bit they, more of a gut uh, stab. Well, I mean, that, that was more of a heart stab. It was like one well, last. Well, where's your heart? Is it here? <laughs> Maybe they went in here and went up. I guess, yeah. Like, totally. sorry, I yes. just <laughs> threw my. Don't do that. My boobs go everywhere. Oh, we've got a call in from Katie. Oh, yes. It, it also mirrors Jamie stabbing her father at the foot of the Iron Throne. Yes, exactly. <gasps> yes. Oh my that's... God! I didn't even ping that. So but yes, John is a Queenslayer. Jamie stabbed Ares, the Mad King, yep, at, at the, the foot of the, foot Iron, of the Throne. Iron Throne, and John stabbed his daughter. I'm going to cry. That's <laughs> so sad. Why does history the repeat? Because <laughs> it's being written by people, I think. It normally yeah. is the <laughs> um, so then Drogon turns up. Yes. Danny's dead. Drogon turns up, and I thought, I mean, I was thinking, I was thinking, two things could happen here: John could be eaten or roasted alive, or he makes a connection with Drogon, How to Train Your Dragon style, and suddenly, like Drogon's his dragon. But I really like the third option they came up with, which yeah. is probably why I don't write TV shows. But <laughs> no, I really liked. Um, I really liked. No, but I could imagine a never-ending story style. Yeah, that's. <laughs> As I've said before, Falcor is way more terrifying than any yeah. of the dragons in Game of Thrones. That grinning, laughing bastard! Yeah. Holy shit! You can look up footage. You can look up footage of like them making that and yes, on yeah, the yeah. blue screen and stuff, and how the kid had to sit on this crazy this giant weird puppet head thing. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> um, but the way that Drogon then like sniffed at Danny and like nudged her yeah, with his nose yeah. was so sad. Because he's just a big puppy dog at heart, isn't he? <laughs> And he like he's harmless. Just just give him a pat on his nose. He's I fine. I just wondered, like, how did they film that? Did they have someone in an outfit like pushing her in a green suit that they and then they put probably Drogon I haven't in. seen the behind the scenes. Or did but yeah, Amelia probably. Clark have to lie there going huh? <laughs> <laughs> and sort of pretend to roll over like a turtle? You know. And and if she did, I mean, that's Emmy worthy. That's Emmy worthy. That's right great there. acting. Yeah, that's incredible. great acting. Incredible. Uh, and then dragon he, nudging acting. You don't see it very often. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon nudging. <laughs> Title of your sex tape? No. Yes. Yep. Um, 
The you mentioned earlier Drogon burning the Iron Throne. Yes, your yeah. take on why he did that, if indeed there is a why. Uh, well, there's a, there's a broader there's a broader reason why he did that, which is symbolism. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but as far as as far as in. I actually, I didn't, my, I have to credit my wife for this theory, which I hadn't even thought of, because I was like, why did Drogon not burn John? Like, I couldn't figure it out. He's a Targaryen. And he's a Targaryen, so maybe maybe Drogon was like, okay, you did this, because he seemed angry. He seemed pretty angry at John mm. that he had done this. Yeah, he had the whole strepsil throat That's thing going it. on. But if you notice, Drogon doesn't fly up. He actually climbs up the side of the of the Red Keep and through the hole in the in the throne room. So maybe he didn't have room to get out without burning the Iron Throne down. That was the that was the theory that oh. my wife came up with, which so seems very. So he scaled poor. it. He scaled it because he climbs up. If you notice, like he doesn't fly up. He actually climbs up and over the ledge. Ah. And then he had no room. But we have an audience member calling in. Call in. So you thought Drogon ah. saw that she had been killed by a stabby thing. So she, he killed the throne made out of stabby things. So Drogon... Yes. Yeah, 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 the technical term. Drogon yeah. thought, hang on a second, she sat on the throne, one of the swords has come loose. <laughs> accidentally lodged itself into her heart. Right, yes, yeah. Fuck it can this happen. furniture. It can happen, yeah. This is a S- safety hazard. Screw you, Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't wanted to do that to an Ikea furniture piece after 14 hours trying to put it together? Iron Thronen. (laughs) Niggle, niggle. With meatballs. Yes. (laughs) Scott's calling in. He's very impatient. Look at the look on his face. He's very impatient. My theory is that Drogon's a lot more intelligent than people give the dragon credit. Sure, yeah. Drogon went, that thing is why she's dead. I'm getting rid of that. Yeah. So. You mean conceptually, not like physically. Yeah. So So Scott's going with the theory that I've heard, which is that the dragons are intelligent yeah. and he could recognise that his queen, his mother, died because of that chair. Yeah. And he therefore killed the chair. Yes, exactly. Well, no, that, that's like when I was a kid, right, and I would fall over um, or I, like I'd hit the wall and I'd get upset. I have very clear memories of my mum doing this. Mm. Let me know if your parents did anything similar because otherwise my mum's going to sound crazy. <laughs> but um, if I like fell over or punched the wall and I would cry, mum would say, oh, smack the table, that naughty table for hurting you. Like, sm- and I would like oh, smack okay, the yes. table. Yep, like, I get, yep, I've seen say, that Say, oh, you yep. hit the floor. Oh, naughty floor, naughty floor. And I would like hit the floor and go, bad floor. And then I'd feel better. Weirdly enough, yes, I know exactly what you mean. You do know yes. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I'm not. I'm not even joking. Okay. I do know exactly. Has what you anyone mean. else had that experience being parented? <laughs> no, little, no. Where it's like, blame the inanimate object that hurt you. <laughs> Externalize that pain. <laughs> Make the whole world responsible for everything bad that happens to you. It's never your fault or innate clumsiness. It's everyone else's fault. I think I just achieved a therapeutic breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's what this is all about, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. It just saved me some very expensive counselling. Eloise is calling in. Hello, I also have a theory. Yes. Okay. okay, so we all know that within the show, a lot of characters walk into animals. Walk like, into animals? Yeah. Okay. Bran walks with the frozen. Bran does walk, yeah. In the book, Arya walks with Nymeria. That's sort of like a storyline that Okay, yeah. Oh. So in the book, Arya walks with Nymeria, her dying Psychically knows about her, her want of 
Oh, okay. Well, I think... Oh, I see. So yeah. w- whether Danny had a, a psychic warging connection with Drogon the whole time, I don't so think he innately a... knew that she wanted the throne yeah. and therefore knew to destroy it. Maybe. I don't think it was a warging thing, but I think she definitely has a connection to Drogon. Like, mm. I think they've always had, like, a, if it, I don't know whether it was psychic, but certainly, she, like, they're, they're bonded. Like, and, and that's the thing. Targaryens in the books bond with, with their dragons and only one person can ride them. So, yeah, that, that's fascinating, actually, that... Um, yeah, I guess he what would if, he would sort of remember Oral that uh, wildling warg. Yes. Sorry, free yeah, yeah. folk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> using, woke, woke using the oppressors using the oppressors term. Sorry, yep. free folk. Yep. Uh, the yeah, Oral and he like think, I think John killed him or someone killed him. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he, and he walked into and he walked a, um, into a bird hawk, or yeah. some shit. Um, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> annoying S- character. Series is over. This is already no, leaving my brain. It's a, no, I've got to <laughs> yeah. recap it first. Oh, that's true, yes. Then yes, it can leave. Yep. I've do- already done like a pre-recap recap, yep. like a pre-cap. Yes. But now I have to go in and write the actual recap yes. and I can't lie, I'm freaking terrified. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm so tired. It's been so much emotional like labour, you know. And... and that, like that was a that was a joke about. I, like, yes, I'm not. Yes. I'm not trying to take away from I'm, people's actual emotional yes. labour. I just. <laughs> I'm not trying. I mean, I just like to joke about these things. I'm a monster. I appreciate that, but um, but it, uh, it, it's actually quite intimidating to go. Oh my god, I'm going to end up writing like seven and a half thousand words. You, you're going to go long, and, I think, and it's going to take me all week. <laughs> oh, I've got things to do. Which is write this recap, but oh, I wanted to do other things. No, I've got to get one more done and then and then uh, and then sleep for a while. But what was I saying? About about Danny and Drogon. Oh, yeah. about Danny and Drogon. So he walked just before he died. Yes. So maybe she could have walked into Drogon and then gone. I don't want my body left here. Pick it up. <laughs> fly away. I don't. I don't think it was a walking thing, but yeah, I definitely no, I d- think I it was. I don't think that was just no, a yeah. humorous bit of comedy uh, yes. that I was attempting yes, to entertain absolutely. the audience with. And they, didn't really work, so. Um. <laughs> but no, I thought it was very poetic that Drogon took Danny off to parts yeah. unknown. Maybe I, I think mean, old Valeria. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I saw that. I saw you say that uh, in your recap today, and that was Thanks very, for very good. Thanks Yes, I do. I do read. Can I get a quick straw poll of anyone who reads my recaps here? Mm. Yay! Yeah, Probably you. maybe like not even half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to be complimented or insulted by that. <laughs> Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm a lot more deliberately witty in my recaps. <laughs> I spend hours on penis jokes in those recaps. Those are finely crafted penis finely jokes. Finely crafted penises. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I got distracted again. Um, <laughs> no, please read. I mean, I put a lot of work into them. Please <laughs> read them. Um but no, no yeah, you made, you made the suggestion that they went to Old Valyria. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably true. Because like, we've like seen that. Drogon there like before yeah. when um, Tyrion and Jorah saw him yeah. into the... Hey, question. Yes. Question uh, for the cheap seats. Do you think Danny, w- what happened to Danny would have happened had Jorah not died? Miss and Day aside, oh. I love Miss and Day, but I am thinking that Jorah had such a moderating influence on her. Do you think she wouldn't have gone all the way? Or if he had been there to go... Kalushi. <laughs> I think you can do better, Kalushi. <laughs> Remember your gentle heart. <laughs> Don't do this, Kalushi. <laughs> I have given. What's that? 
Yes. Well, the, I'm trying to bring your. <laughs> I had a I had a Facebook message conversation with Katie in the oh, audience yes. about yeah. this very prospect. But I also had a conversation with Greg from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast. Yes, hello to Greg. Who just sent me an, uh, a text before mm. he'd watched the episode? Going, I assume Sir Jorah came back and was proved to be Azora High <laughs> in the final episode, because that's been his big theory that he's been betting yes. on for yeah, yeah, yeah. five or so years mm-hmm. now that Sir Jorah was Azora High. Uh, and so, yeah, and so, and I was like, yep, totally got it in one. He was yep. right there. <laughs> it all happened. But it made me think that Jorah was a moderating influence on Danny, even at the start of this series when she was a bit pissed off up north with Tyrion. He was like, Kalishi, I think you can <laughs> forgive him. He's clever. You'll need clever people around you, Khaleesi. You know, he was a sensible guy. That's right. Yeah, no, I think. Um, I think yeah. Tony up the back was calling, trying to call in. Oh. Yeah. It was a it was a cumulative effect of everyone dying one by one. I just think Jorah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cuz it's what happens to us women when you know significant men in our lives leaves. We we all totally. go cray cray. You, you go cray cray. Um yeah. it's very very true and it's the reason for the patriarchy. It's mm, for our own absolutely. good. Absolutely. Um <laughs> <laughs> Some scattered applause from yeah. the audience. That's interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay, was clearly a, <laughs> that was clearly a pointed <laughs> remark. I, don't, I am not pro the patriarchy. Right, yes, we. Yes, I'm pro objectifying good-looking men. Yes, absolutely. But I'm not pro the patriarchy, unless but, it allows me to objectify good-looking men without <laughs> recompense. Well, that's sort of the, that's the, that's like the matriarchy. Yeah, mm. I'm all for the matriarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Rise up, sisters. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Bonnie's here. Hi, Bonnie. Um, <laughs> No, don't buy me a Diet Coke. <laughs> I've still got a You're drink. making some good headway on one of them. Mm. <laughs> if you hear a pause on the podcast, it's because I'm trying to get many litres of <coughs> syrup into my gut. Um, next thing so, I was going to yes, talk about. Yes, I was going to say. What, Jorah. What, Jorah, yes. Sadly gone. Gone. and yeah, Possibly I, could have changed the outcome. Probably not. No. Well, well I, I think if Jorah had still been around... I think it would. I mean, the reason that he's not there is because Danny had to be stripped of everyone yeah. uh, that was close to her. But if he was still there, I still actually think that maybe he wouldn't have been enough to totally turn her. He might. He might have been enough to make her feel bad afterwards. But I think if he was still there, he was on the ground. He would have been fighting with the troops. She's up on her dragon. Like, can he do that much to stop her from burning King's Landing? No, no, no. But he if Missandei still gets executed yeah, the way yeah, she does, yeah. and but he was a tempering influence, so. He might have said, kiss her, John. Yeah, he might have, he might have gotten John to seal the deal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> listen. Or gone in there as a yeah, rebound. Oh, yes. <laughs> I see your nephew has rejected you. <laughs> Khaleesi. <laughs> I know you can't love me as you love him. He's, he's but outside. I don't really care. <laughs> he's, he's outside her tower window just holding up a loot player. <laughs> yeah. You can just have me for my body. I don't mind. Um, I can service your needs. Plus side, I'm fairly certain we're not related. Yeah. Uh, uh, The small council. Sorry, the great council. 
Tyrion, uh, it, it sort of it, it ashes and it fades to black, and then yes. we cut to a month or so later. Yes, in one of the one of the patented time jumps of yeah, this episode. Patented time jumps, and Tyrion's brought before a council of the great lords and ladies. So Grey Worm hasn't just executed he him or Jon Snow. Yes, which is which is actually weird and out of character. They've I thought I thought prisoner. for sure they would have because, just like because yeah. in the thing, Grey Worm is just like killing Lannister dudes. Yes, absolutely. Like, because he was told to. Like, but like, but also I think he would totally be like doing he was that at anyway. the Echo, like throwing baseballs at those rigged. You know. <laughs> yep, I'm just here to try and win a giant soft toy. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lannister soldiers look so scared. Yes, well, you know, they're like, about to... And John's like, stop it. And then when Davos says, we better talk to the Queen. We need to talk to the Queen. That's my Davos. Um, <laughs> well, now, I'm I'm so glad that Davos made it through. Yes. Yeah, can yeah, I yeah. just say... Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. He survived I... to correct people's grammar. Oh. It was fantastic. <laughs> carrying on the proud... Yeah, carrying Davos, on the proud Stannis tradition. Davos is the new Grammarly. I would, <laughs> I would happily purchase Gra- Grammarly if you're listening. Get Davos into one of your ads, <laughs> and I'll buy your redundant software because I know how to spell. I don't actually. Can I just confess? I think I've been spelling Daenerys's name wrong for like <laughs> seven years. Well, this is the I thing. I think I've been spelling it with an A R Y S instead of an E R Y S. Yes, exactly. I put I put her name into um, a block list on Twitter on Mondays so that I don't get spoiled before I get home from work. And I found that I had to do about three or four different versions of that name. Oh wow! Just to catch all the tweets. Oh wow! Because people spell it all sorts of crazy yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. So all the Daenerys all those babies. Daenerys babies were spelled differently and as well. And Khaleesi yes. babies. Khaleesi babies. Why would you name your kid? Has anyone here named their kid Khaleesi? <laughs> just, just Sorry, before just... we go on a big rant about that. <laughs> Eloise, I don't. <laughs> El- Eloise here is uh, with child. Um, what are you planning? You're having a girl. Oh. Congratulations! Now give do... her a round of applause. Yeah, give her a round of applause. Yay! Now, does having. <laughs> Fantastic. We, you're not naming her after a Game of Thrones character. You're naming her after a character from Willow. Which character? Alora. Okay. Yeah. Laura. Fantastic. Elora. I've never seen Willow. <laughs> why? This is me. This is, why are you surprised? This is very on brand for Natalie. I'm not sure why everyone's so shocked. You're lucky I've seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't like to watch the television unless it was in the 90s. <laughs> and had a shirtless Dean Kane. Willow was in the 90s. I thought Willow was 80s. And it was a movie. Yeah. Look, yeah. I've seen Labyrinth. Does that help? I mean, that's, you know. I haven't seen the other one with the weird things. Dark Crystal? Dark Crystal. Yeah. Never saw that. <laughs> Yeah, well, it had to be explained to me why your dog was called Fizzgig. But I thought I thought that was a Gremlins reference. No, Gizmo. Gizmo. God, the eighties had a crazy bunch of films, didn't it? What monster can we put in a film to frighten kitties today? And these were all children's movies. Yeah, yeah. How do we terrify children beyond belief? Falcor. Falcor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The answer is Falcor. I think I've seen the Neverending Story. Like you, as a kid, yeah, yeah, I think I kid, saw it, yeah. but I have very little memory of it. Do you? Do, do you, you know remember? the one that freaked yeah. me out? What, what's that? Does anyone remember Return to Oz? It was like a yes. Wizard of Oz sequel. Okay, see, look, yeah, I just got absolutely. acclamation from the room. Totally. That was, a, and the reason why I, the the memory I have of that movie, I don't remember much, but mm. there was a character in it who could change heads. Yes. yes. And I thought, 
my hair is so crap. I wish I could just change my head and have beautiful hair options every day. There you go. That would have been that would have been very good. It's a it's a good. Uh, no, good don't thing try to us. justify this weird <laughs> sidebar that I'm taking, Stu. It's a ridiculous uh, distraction from Game of Thrones. The s- D- that movie opens with Dorothy being yeah. taken for electroshock therapy. It has been Forgotten a long time that. since I've seen that movie. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, maybe I saw it when I was in the hospital getting electric shock therapy. <laughs> Maybe it was me. <laughs> Maybe I do change my heads. <laughs> That's it. You were Wait, all there. What's in this bag, Natalie? Can I tell you? Can I tell you? I had a dream the other night, Stu. Yes. Yeah. And it, don't worry, it wasn't weird. <laughs> but I had a dream that you called me saying you couldn't do the live podcast this week. Right. And I was like, but Stu, it's our final podcast. <laughs> like, it's the last one. What am I? I can't do it myself. It would just be me sitting here yelling at people. I was like really, and I woke up really upset. That I was like, Stu can't do the podcast. What am I going to do? And then I woke up and realised that was a that was a dream. A terrible dream. Screw, it's not stewing me, <laughs> stewing me over. You're stewing me over. Oh, yeah, that's it. Anyway, <laughs> Greg, uh, yeah, all right, I'll have some more Diet Coke, thank you. Thank you so much, audience, for providing this, which I asked for. Now, you've, you've, done, you've made a pretty good dent in two of them, and you're, you're getting into the pint glass now. Oh, God. No, no, I wanted this. <laughs> I wanted this so much. <laughs> Does anyone have any Panadol? Um we spoke briefly about the Great Council, then got distracted. Yes. But the all the re- okay question for you yes. about the Great Council. Mm-hmm. So Gendry, right? Yes, he's on the Great Council. Yes, um, but the only reason he'd become a lord was because Daenerys had decreed right. him to be a lord. Yeah, which but I guess. But does, so does everyone go? Yeah, fair enough. Look, she had the power at that point in time, <laughs> so we'll we'll take you on. So like, I guess, so I guess someone but, else could have gone. Well, hang on, she was a mad bitch. Mm. Uh, I've already gone into Storm's End and taken control, I'm not si- – like, it was very – oh, yeah, we all just agree that Gendry's in charge now, even though – That's it, exactly, yeah. It seems like, you know, he would have run into at least, like, a few Stannis loyalists, I guess. They would, they would still be rocking around and – Yeah, or Renly. Or whoever's someone. been running Storm's End yeah. since Stannis died. I mean, there's, there's like, people who live there. That's what, – what's even going on at that castle? It's crazy. Again, something that probably would have been nice to have – you know, a couple of scenes just explaining or a line or two. No, it's just more a thought experiment for me. I just love the idea. (laughs) I just like the idea of someone going, so you, hang on, so who made you the Lord of Storm's End? Who died and made you Lord? Uh, She she Daenerys? Yeah, yeah, Daenerys Um, Targaryen. Oh, okay, well, fair enough. I suppose she was queen for a Hmm. limited amount of time (laughs) in the half an hour after burning... And, you know, Cersei to the ground and then being stabbed by her nephew lover. Mm. There was a window... (laughs) Who would have? Who would have thought? Nah, who cares? She doesn't care about him. <laughs> she ghosted that bitch. Sorry, I'm just saying. There was a moment when there was the Lord of the Rings moment when they were all saying their goodbyes and yes. and yeah, John, yeah. John was it being Frodo to sail Rings, off actually. to yeah, the yeah, Elfish lands the or something. I've, I have Katie to thank for that because. <laughs> oh, that was Steph. Steph's not here. Steph got food poisoning last week and didn't make it. She's still sick with food poisoning. Jeez. Steph is my friend who's allergic to everything. That right, friend. Right. Yes, that friend. It turns out she's allergic to the concept of food. <laughs> The poor thing. Anyway, and she said, oh, it's very Grey Havens. And I went, what's that? Uh, I Natalie, saw the Natalie, Lord Natalie. of the Rings. <laughs> I 
saw it. I just don't know everything about it. There's a Frodo, there's a dildo, there's a... <laughs> and there's a, there's a dildo and a ring. That's all I know. <laughs> are you sure? Hey. Yeah, I was about to say, there's, are you sure you saw the Lord of the Rings or... <laughs> I may have seen the porn equivalent, Stu, but don't judge me. It was much shorter. <laughs> to hey, be, to hey, be fair. hey, 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 hey. Title of your to be sex fair, I'm tape? pretty sure the porn version of Lord of the Rings is still just called Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So. <laughs> Butt stuff. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so drunk on diet coke right now. <laughs> drunk on diet coke, diet coke and glory. So. What did you make of Sam Tarley's attempt to bring democracy to oh, Westeros? So <laughs> <laughs> Sam Tarley. I just love that they they just couldn't have laughed harder at the idea of, so what, we'll give everyone a vote. What are you talking about? there was about? a moment, there was just that moment where they all kind of looked seriously mm, at him yeah. and then just started pissing themselves. <laughs> and I was like, bravo, bravo. Because it was... It's a medieval world. Like, the concept that the yeah. small folk get a say is so alien. Exactly, yeah. It was alien less than 200 years ago in the Western world as well. Totally, like, exactly. you know, voting was something you got with a certain amount of money and land holdings and that sort of thing. That's it, it wasn't yeah. something that you got just for working a job and existing in the world. Yes, exactly. And but that's just for men, not even women. Women exactly. are like, mm, <laughs> why would you vote? <laughs> you but don't have thoughts in your head. You're ruled by emotion. <laughs> you bleed once a month. <laughs> you you burn down and cities. That qualifies from you any kind of role in public life. You need to go and hide on an island with other women where you can bleed freely. Off you go. Sorry. Look, I blame you guys for buying me too much Diet Yeah, that's Coke. it. You're seeing the effects here. This is here. absolutely You've only got not my fault. I'm externalising the pain. The whole world is responsible for everything wrong I do. It's not my fault at all. Bad floor, bad floor, bad wall. Ow, oh, sorry. Does that thing move? I think it... What's behind it? That's, yeah, there's a door here. If we lean against it, will we turn around and end up in like a Bond villain lair? <laughs> there's just a volcano lair like, like right there. Like in Live and there. Let Die? Yeah, yeah. like, oh, live and let die. Vroomf, and then he's down with Kananga, who's a black man in blackface as another black man. Mm. Very problematic. But... <laughs> Double blackface. Double blackface. blackface. No, no, no. Sorry, he was no, he was a black man, but in blackface as another black yes, man. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, double yeah. blackface. But does it count when you're already black? I don't know. I mean, is it? Is it just makeup at that point? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just face. It's just face. It's just face. Yeah, they cancel each other out. It's, you know, I love that movie, but a lot of people don't now. <laughs> But I love a lot of problematic things, Stu, yes. um, including Game of Thrones. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, can I just say one of my favourite moments of this episode was Edmure Tully. Yes. So good. I, I just loved when he got up. It was so good. It was because like, this it, it, chump it was, it was who spent work. most of the time in that dungeon <laughs> yeah. gets up and is all like, oh, well, you well, know, I... Yeah. Look, I've uh, been into wars and uh, have a certain amount of experience with governing. And uh, and then it's just like, sit down, uncle. Sit down, uncle. And then everyone's just quietly pissing uh, themselves. And he, he's just looking at everyone and everyone's like, <coughs> oh, was that a fly? Oh. I was looking over. Yeah, and he hits his sword on the seat and yeah. looks just really freaking awkward. There were, there were so many memes last week of uh, – uh, 
various times John or someone would say, no, Danny's great, she's our leader, and then it would cut to her burning the city with, <laughs> yes. the, with the Curb Your Enthusiasm music, yep. that awkward, you know, faux pas music. That to me was the real Curb Your Enthusiasm moment. It was like, I'll be king. Everyone's like, nope. Tumbleweed, tumbleweed, tumbleweed. Crickets. Do you like my personal foley that oh, I'm yeah, doing? Yeah, very good, yeah. <laughs> For those at home, this is my personal foley of me drinking Diet Coke. Yes, it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like it. You have to drink a sausage. And that's that right, looks yes. Like, yeah, very true. Yeah. And that sounds like Diet Coke on, on air. Um, you, if you if you drink an actual Diet Coke, it sounds like a horse. Yes. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> that so might be the even... silliest thing you've ever done on this podcast. <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> no, it's just been five years of me and my bullshit. <laughs> Our bullshit, Natalie. Thanks We're in this together. <laughs> Thanks so much for sticking around. What else do we have to talk about? Oh, so they decide to choose a king or Tyrion decides that they should choose a king. Yes, I'm and not sure Tyrion's the best place to make that decision, but he seems to blow past it with his ty- typical Tyrion confidence. Yeah. He's literally wearing handcuffs. He's like, I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Bran as the selection? Hang I on, think- wait, quick audience okay. poll. Yes. Did anybody think, be honest... Hindsight is, you know, easy to say that you knew it was coming, but who had kind of put thoughts on on Bran? Had anyone sigh down here one does because he's psychic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there we go. Damn it! There had to be one. Okay, so he was Bran the favourite with the bookies. Sigh knew. Okay. Uh, where and were as we've you? seen from where, the recent uh, federal election, t- uh, you know. Uh, bookies are bookies better than get it right every time. Do they? Were they? Didn't they get it wrong? They got it very, very oh, they wrong. Got, the yes. bookies got it wrong the in bookie, the election. The bookies got it very wrong. They paid out like with a week to go, and it was. Why not, would they do that? I don't know. What kind of bookies pay out before a result it's comes? Absolutely in? bizarre. Because it was ones? so certain that the party who lost was going to win. Wow. <laughs> I wish I'd taken out a bet. <laughs> I mean, it would have been soul-destroying, but, it, you know, at least I could have been rich. <laughs> Money can buy you a lot of comfort. That's true. Mm. And Coke, yeah. Mm. I kind of wish I had actual Coke now. <laughs> like cocaine Coke. As opposed to Coke uh, No Sugar, which you're drinking right now. Am I drinking Coke No Sugar? I don't know. <laughs> is this Coke No Sugar? No, it's no, not Coke. Normal Coke, okay. Coke No Sugar is a blatant attempt by Coca-Cola Armatil. <laughs> To force the good Coke Zero drinking people of Australia onto their (laughs) piss-weak excuse for a replacement. You go on a flight now. You can't get Diet Coke. Oh, no. You have to have Coke or Coke no sugar. They are eliminating your options. You, the people of Australia, are being hoodwinked. You think you have choice, but you don't have choice. You have no choice. Are you able to get Pepsi Max? No, you're not. Because Coke only, they monopolise the venues mm-hmm. and the vendors. And so you can only get Coke or Coke No Sugar. Oh, no, we don't have Diet Coke as an option. But we have Coke No Sugar. It's the same thing. It is not the same thing. It is fundamentally not the same thing. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I, should, I should probably take the Coke away at this point, yes. No, it's my Coke. <laughs> take away my... 
Don't take away my precious. Don't take... <laughs> Uh, At some point, you need to do the cool bar person thing of like just combining all three drinks into one glass. Oh, should I do that? <laughs> well, well, no, no, one. that's not that's not going to work yet. But but okay. give it time, all give right, it time. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Make some space in the big Everyone's one. Everyone's a critic. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so who? So Cy thought Bran, the bookies thought Bran, and were right, but nobody else did it. Who who else did people just shout out who you thought it would be? Tyrion. I Lots of people thought it would be Tyrion. You made the, the made call the on, on national on, television that it would be Tyrion. On Thrones 360 Live, which yes. is the TV show I've been hey. doing on Fox They let me keep this necklace. Is that one of the necklaces you took from the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, the wow. wardrobe lady came in and said, oh, we've got these um, jewellery pieces if you'd like any. <laughs> and I went, sure, I'm a sca- scum. <laughs> I'm, I'm a piece of crap. I will take anything free given to me. You're not a piece of crap. They were offering you free jewellery. Yeah, I mean, but it's not like, like, it's lovely, it's generous, but it's not like they went, look, here's some diamonds. Would you like diamonds? (laughs) They're like, here's some costume jewellery. Here's some costume jewellery. And I went, sure, I'll put it and wear it to my podcast. (laughs) And and I got this bangle too. It's very nice. And they fed me lunch. Yes. I was very happy. Uh, but yes, I said that on Thrones 360 that I thought it'd be Tyrion. He ended up as hand, and I think hey. supplementary drink, sure. <laughs> I was happy enough because he ended up as hand, um, but uh, I did not expect Bran. And was are people happy with that choice? What do people think about Bran as, as king? Yeah. Hannah's got a point. Oh, the um, that why do you think I came all this way? Which implies that he knew all along that this was going to happen, up to and including the complete destruction of King's Landing. Yeah. Seems a bit, <laughs> seems a bit callous on Bran's part. Well, it's cheesy. It's a cheesy line, that's it's true. It's cheesy, yeah. but I loved it. I loved I, it! He's like, would you wear the crown if we, off, if we elect you? Would you wear the crown? Why do you think I came all this way? Oh, boom! <laughs> he knew! Because of course he did! Of course he did. He it sees everything. It was cheesy as hell, but I really Which actually it. has <laughs> terrifying implications for, for the, the Westeros of having an is, all-seeing, all-knowing... Yeah, this is what I mean. ...all-powerful monarch. And I think that's, that's why he's <laughs> such a good choice for King, is because you can't try and bullshit him. It's going to be like minority you, port, report up in you, there. He's yeah. going to be stopping wars before they happen. Yeah. He's going to be, like, executing criminals before they've committed crimes. But if you turn up and you're two arguing neighbouring lords arguing over a fence or a sheep or something and you come up going, oh, well, it was Lord Fancy Pants who attacked my sheep <laughs> and he can be like, mm, no, it wasn't. Just hang on a second, milky eyes, milky eyes, you milky can't eyes. Bullshit. Like, there's no way of tr- playing the game of thrones when the guy in the throne, which is a chair now, a wheelchair now, and he brought his own throne. Yes, he's in his own throne. You can't... Play, you can't do Cersei's lying game. You can't do... That's true. Yeah, that's the point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not... That <laughs> the game's over. I thought that's what I was saying. Did I, did I sound like I was not saying that? <laughs> that's no, no, you were, you were getting that. My point is he's a good choice because you can't play a Game of Thrones when the guy is like, I, I, I own agree. the game. Yeah. I actually really like it. I, I wasn't expecting that to happen. No. But when, as soon as Tyrion said it, it made a lot of sense to me. I was like, oh, okay, that makes... A lot of sense. I do love... A lot of people have been making fun on Twitter about how he just sort of gets the nickname Brand the Broken. Yes. Uh, whereas it's like, hey, Tyrion, just cool it, man. Yeah. Come on. Like, what, what about you, what Brand the Brave? Yeah. Or <laughs> Brand from the Beyond? Yes. Or uh, Brand the um, Rebuilder? Huh? Brand the Rebuilder. Yeah. 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 Oh, see? <laughs> I got an awe. 
But, but yeah, they were Brand the Broken. I haven't had time to think about my name. Brand the Broken it Brand is. Brand the Broken it is. We all agree. All hail Brand the Broken. Yes, I hail Brand for the Broken. Time. Oh, so, and it's, it's like a really positive way to start a new era of your kingdom. <laughs> yes. Things really got good when Brand the Broken took over. <laughs> but Tyrion Someone point- up the back, I think, wanted to say something and I missed them. Did someone Do we have a... Oh. It was your sister. Camille. It's your sister, Stu. It is, yes. There's a very funny app uh, that you pointed out. Yes. That changes yeah, thing, your... The, a lot of people are really enamoured of these face uh, gender swapping apps. Yeah, yeah. Where it changes a boy to a girl and vice versa. And the trouble with those is I always know what's going to happen. It just makes me look like my sister. And to which I replied, I think I've been doing the podcast with Camille all this time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Camille. <laughs> A.K.A. Stew. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. We said that Bran always knows what's going to happen, but when has he ever answered a question directly? Mm. So, yeah, that's a good point. He knew not to because if he did, he got the throne. And that's right. It's a whole like Doctor Strange out of Avengers sort of thing. I think I don't. I honestly don't think Bran had ambition to be the king. I think he just sees it as, oh, this is what has to happen. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll I go do it because I have to do it. Yeah, and this is what I mean. His it was di- dispassionate nature now mm. that he's the three-eyed. King Raven. But this is the thing. Does he still have that power? Is it still ongoing? Is that do we have an audience? Well, we never figured that? out is that, what yes, the hell he yeah. did when he disappeared in the battle for Winterfell well, the, for like I was half an bring hour. That, up. that never paid off. No. He just left in some ravens. I mean, I guess he was literally just bored. He wanted to check out what was happening <laughs> in the other in the other channel. He's like, ah, oh, he's gonna come eventually. I don't really I'll... want to watch all the Ironborn die, so bye then. Yeah. I have to go now. Maybe he maybe he just flew to somewhere that, that there was like a porn channel on yeah like, i guess yeah he just flipped over i'm going to see lord <laughs> of the rings in my head <laughs> he took did the viewpoint of the show away to where we saw oh yeah he i mean he did but then what but again yeah no we knew where he was yeah that's right and and that, that's one of those stylistic flourishes that the show's been doing in the last couple of seasons where it, it is yeah and you're right like that shot of the crows flying off took us up into the clouds to see the dragon battle. But, like, what happened to the crows? Like, what was the point of that? Like, like what was the actual point in universe of that? The There's a lot of... Oh, he, he was using his power, which was then attracting the, the Night King to where... Yeah. He was using oh. his power to attract the Night King physically to where he was. Oh, that's so true. he was do- but being more of a bait than he... Yeah, yeah, he was sort of... He was doing mental baiting as opposed yeah, to physical exactly. baiting. That's interesting. Mm. He's a master at baiting. Yes. Thank you, Scott. When he was walking, the Night King found him. Yeah. yeah. So. so that's when he can communicate okay, that makes with sense. the Night King. That actually makes sense. That's great. Yeah, all right. Good. Well, we've Question solved answered. Well done, everyone. Done. <laughs> we worked it out. That's it. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? Sansa and well, I did. Arya well, and um, John. Sansa at that, at that great council, um, just deciding... Like, in the middle of everyone saying, yeah. yes, absolutely, this makes total sense. Actually, I'd quite still like the North to be a separate thing. Uh, yeah. And everyone's like, sure, why not? We're all agreeing to things today. This seems to be working. And it's funny that given that it's a Stark who's going to be on the throne. Yes. Like, if we anything, still, that- We're not going to follow you, even though you're a Stark. Yeah. We have to be free and independent, even absolutely. though you're a Stark. Like, yeah. you would think they might be like, actually, Sansa, quite fine. And does that mean that, like the Starks and the North don't get a say in who rules Westeros ever again. Like, that theoretically is how that works, right? So they're just just separate again. Yeah. They have their own queen and... And then she will 
pass it. But, but maybe she'll have a similar type of thing as in they'll elect their next... But it seems to be that that's how they'll do it. Well, yeah, yeah they, they'll continue to have hereditary because it's always been a Stark at Winterfell. The Starks have always oh, been the, true. King, the yeah. kings of the North Exactly. So they knelt. So, so they'll we- keep on with So weirdly, the hereditary. North is now less progressive than <laughs> Westeros itself. Sure, okay. But... Um, <laughs> oh, hang on. What, what was that? The who will... The hot kid, Robin, Robin Aaron. Robin Aaron. Will what? Sansa marry Robin Aaron? Will Sansa marry Robin Aaron? They're cousins. Yeah. I think I think we've well established that yeah. marrying cousins is well within the realms of what we can tolerate. Cousins, nothing, man. <laughs> Let's all marry our cousins. Sure. I'm just trying to think of my cousins. <laughs> yeah. Slim Pickens. Yeah. No, there's a there's a there's. I mean, the male one, I mean, not to, most of them are women. Not to say that I couldn't marry my female cousins. Let's draw the line at marrying our female cousins. Sure, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm just saying that if I wanted to have a same-sex cousin marriage, right. that would be okay. Yep. Um, but what I'm saying is that I personally am not, you know, attracted to women. Um, right, yes. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know that makes me exclusionary. Um, I am sorry. I'm ruling out 50% of the population. I'm sorry, but... Um, <laughs> You know, I just don't fly that way. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, look, unless it's someone like, you know. Penny yeah, Penny Wong, let's do it. Um, <laughs> all right, take it back. I'll just do whatever. Um, but uh, no, my point is there's there's one. Why am I talking about which cousin I would marry? I... <laughs> He's also my godson, if that helps. Right. Um, so well, I another. mean, that's very, that's very, oh. <laughs> Strong disapproval It's a made-up title. <laughs> title it's not a thing <laughs> well that, that does it does feel very a game godson. of thrones though <laughs> yeah but he's like a godson sure. i've got a bunch of godchildren right. i don't even know like three of them got cut out of my life i don't even know them anymore i got named their godmother and then their mother decided she didn't like me anymore <laughs> hope she's not listening to this pretty sure she's not um but if she is hope hope the kids are good <laughs> hope the god kids are good <laughs> said I was going to be there and look out for their spiritual welfare. I guess I'm probably doing that by not being around them. Um, yeah. Probably dodged a bullet. Sorry, it's sounding very sad, isn't it? Let me have some more Diet Coke. Uh, have some, have some, uh, have John, some coke John, John, yes. John in a prison cell being told he's going to Castle Black. What would you make, to it, make of it? Yeah, exactly. He looks uh, shocked and then I think he makes his peace with it because that's – the perfect thing for John. That, that's, that's the ending that he had always sort of... Invi- he had always wanted to be a member of the Night's Watch. That's what he... He went willingly at the start of the show. Yeah, but then he was jack of it once they killed him. Yeah, but I, I think he was pretty... I think he was pretty sick of Westeros by the, by the end of this most yeah, recent series. Yeah, I guess series. things were a lot simpler in the North. He it like, was, We've got yeah. to kill some White Walkers and some Whites, but it's pretty obvious who the baddies are. That's it. Uh, once I made friends with the Wildlings... Sorry, the Free Folk. Uh, <laughs> it was all good... Yeah, but it was like because Ned Stark was supposed to be exiled to the white, to the to the White Walkers. <laughs> Ned Stark was supposed to be exiled to the Watch uh, for confessing his treason against yep. Joffrey. But that instead, was Joffrey had his head cut off, exactly. so he kind of fulfills Ned's journey there as well. Yeah, his destiny. Yeah, which is yeah. That's well, what this we is were the thing. I, he says, "Is there still a Night's Watch?" And Tyrion says, "There's always going to be a place needed for bastards and broken men." Yeah. Um, thanks, says John. Um, but yeah, they don't. The White Walkers are gone, 
So that threat is gone well, and the free folk are their friends now, they're allies. So maybe his job is to continue the allyship with the with <laughs> the um with the free folk. But as we were told in the show, like the the reality of the show is that the wall was built and the Night's Watch established after the last battle for the dawn against the White Walkers to prevent against any future incursions by any didn't horrible work, monsters though, did from it? north. No, it didn't. But it did for a thousand years. They they Kept, the, they kept the realms of men safe from any nasties up north, be they supernatural or men. So I think that there's no reason why the Night's Watch wouldn't still continue on, especially serving the function that it does in, in Westeros at the moment, which is a good punishment for people like John, where send them north, get them out of the way. They're not, they're not uh, going to burden mm. anybody and they keep to guard the realms of men. I think that's a very fitting end for, for Jon Snow. Mm. It was sweet. Because he had his hair out. He did. (laughs) (laughs) That moment when he came back to the castle and saw Tormund. We discussed that already. Hannah's got a call in. Well, um, well, exactly. Uh, that, that's a bit of a dangling thread, and also a dangling but, but the, thread or a red herring. Like well, it didn't matter in the end. Yeah, and, and we we only assumed that he had sent those letters out. We don't know that. I mean, we assumed that he had sent them all out on ravens, but we didn't see any ravens go out. So maybe he didn't get them out in time. Maybe not. And but if they did, but if they did, it wouldn't matter because he had taken the black like he'd gone back to the night's and, watch and, and yeah he as as lisa is saying it he's following the footsteps of maester aemon who yeah, gave up the throne that's right to serve at the citadel and and, and uh, when become circumstances attached to the night's watch. back in king's landing was such that he could have technically gone back and yeah. been king he stuck to the night's watch yeah that's right and that's the whole deal when, when did, did they rebuild the wall? Well, well there's we don't only know that one they, section that it was, was only destroyed. yeah it was only east watch by the sea that got destroyed so it wasn't Castle Black that got destroyed. So that and they were at Castle the tunnel through mm. Castle Black, which echoed the first shot of the series. Yeah, I think. it did. They, and I loved that, that that little look that John gives. The, the the gate comes down. He sort of looks back and then looks forward, and oh. he and Tormund and Ghost and the and the free folk march north into the woods. Do you think he was leaving Castle Black behind? Because I thought one way you could read that was him going. Actually, I think they deliberately. I left don't him vague, need to be the commander of the Night's Watch. I can mm. just be a wildling. Yeah. I can be a free folk. I, can I, be I, free. I think I think personally that's what he was doing, but I think they deliberately kept it nice and vague. Mm. But you know, even if he's just going to help them settle, like. There's no attack coming from the north anytime soon, so that's the that's the best place mm. for the for the you know One commander of the king Night's the Watch. North. Yeah, the yeah. king of the north goes north. What about Arya then? Fantastic. Happy with that? I absolutely love Arya the, the end Explorer. Of her. Arya the Explorer. Um, <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, it's really really good. I, I love that. Um, she's mentioned before, as you, as you pointed out in your recap. Um, the uh, she wanted to see what was west of Westeros and now mm. she gets to do it. And that makes total sense for her character. She's done everything that she can do in Westeros. Everyone's tied up. Like they're, all their stories have tied up. And so now she's going west and seeing what's out there and exploring. It's amazing. Like of, of all the characters that got the ending, I, I love her ending the most. I think that's fantastic that she got to go out that way. I'm going to ask Memphis to oh. go to the bar and tell them that I think it's time for our surprise. Oh, look out. But we can keep talking. Okay. Then, and we'll do the surprise and then we'll do the music. Um, I've organised surprise. You've organised a surprise. I have organised a surprise okay. too because I know what people think. Dad, I can. <laughs> My dad literally called me this morning when I was half asleep and what I remember him saying something is about you need to get your life in order. Um, now... <laughs> 
boy, you'll go crazy or something like that. And I'm like, Dad, I'm fine. <coughs> I just stayed up till 5 a.m. writing a 10-part recap and, uh, and now I'm sleeping all day because I'm exhausted. It's fine. I think because... I was in Sydney yesterday <coughs> filming a little show called Thrones 360. <laughs> and uh, my parents, I think, went over to feed the cats because mm. I'd fed them before I left and then I think they went to feed them. Now, I have not been taking good self-care. I've not been doing good self-care right. or indeed care of my flat. <laughs> and I suspect it was in a bit of a mess. Yes. And then they went in and probably were like, why is our daughter like this? <laughs> When we're such clean, tidy freaks of nature, yes. everyone in my family, my brother, my mum, my dad, they're super clean, just mm. super clean, tidy. They just know how to put things away. Sure. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I go, well, I've taken off clothes, I guess, like a chair. I mean, you know, if you, if you put them away, you're only going to have to take them out I'm again. I'm going to have to so, take them out again. You know. <sighs> I'm What's live the it. point? I am gonna, I'm going to end up on one of those hoarders style. Like, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Go away, go away, go away. Sorry, oh. wait, I've got it. No, no, no. Because I've got to film this because this this is my this is my surprise. So I have to film this so um, we can get a full uh, a full on reaction here. So okay, where's he got? Oh, sorry. Okay, now now we can hang on and let me get video. So are you filming me or what are you? I'm filming just everyone. Shut up. Just everyone. Okay. Um, so I'm I organized a surprise. So this is mostly for Stu, but this also for everybody. This is the first I'm hearing about this. I have no idea audience. what's happening. <laughs> so please bring in the surprise. Oh, this is not straight. Here it is. Oh wow! Bring in the surprise. I'm trying to film and podcast. Please put it down here, Stu. <laughs> Stu, can you tell everyone have, what we're looking at this here? This is a, fa a, a cake adorned with the face of my man, the gingerhead god himself, <laughs> Torment Giants Bane. It's a Torment cake! I was going to put it on an angle, but I don't want, to, I don't want it to slide off. That would no, be very anticlimactic. No, it should be okay if you, if you tip it up a bit. Okay. Tip it up a bit, Stu. Show everyone. If, if everyone, you might need to get a picture of this cake because it is, it is a work of genius. Okay, okay, we're gonna uh, actually. Can, Nick, can you pause for a moment? Can you pause, <laughs> pause the recording? Okay. If you're listening at home, we took a brief break in podcast yes. recording then to to uh, take pictures of the Tormund cake. Yes, it was very cool. We'll, po we'll post Are you someone. happy with the Tormund cake? It was amazing. Thank because you so I was much. Like, I should get a cake organised for our final podcast. And I was thinking <laughs> and talking with Megs, who does the cakes, uh, what could we do? And there are all these cool Game of Thrones cakes yeah, online. But I'm I went, sure. we need something that like Stu will really like. And then I went, a Tormund cake. I mean, that's it. That's it, exactly. You hit it. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I'm so Thank glad. You. We're all going to eat Tormund cake very soon. While it's being cut up... Not a euphemism. Yeah, not a euphemism. I thought that was clear. <laughs> While we um, cut up the cake, we and before we finish the podcast, we're going to go back to the beautiful, lovely Zana and Wendy who yes. are going to sing a Game of Thrones-inspired original song. This is incredible. This is a treat for everyone. So take it away, Wendy and Zana. Give them a round of applause. Woo! <laughs> Alone, silent battle cries 
Wendy and Zana on social media. I will put all of their links in the description of this podcast and on my Facebook page. Uh, give us your Insta handles, guys. Uh, mine is Wendy Lane Music. Yes. And I'm Zana Music. Zana Music. Please cool. follow them on social media. They're just glorious. And That's the, incre- that was what incredible. What was that song called? Sorry, I meant to get that before. Bones lay still. She wrote it last week. She wrote it she last, wrote it last week. week. I wrote it in three days. Wrote it in three days. <laughs> and and I did forget some lyrics. Sorry, guys. I, <laughs> no. I 
We totally noticed, yeah. Um, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Wendy and Zana have come out and, and done Jenny of Oldstones for us and now this, and they've been a huge, amazing... Uh, we'd never have got to do this if we hadn't done this podcast live. It's an amazing no, it's benefit. Please yeah. give them a huge round of applause. Uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Oh, my goodness. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have cake <laughs> ready to go. And Stu, you've just been given Tormund's I've been given Tormund's face. <laughs> <coughs> on the cake, which is only, which is only fair, I think. Yes. So please, um, uh, do we want to distribute, maybe get, get you distributing some of the cake as we wrap up the podcast so everyone can have a nibble? Because if everyone gets up and starts moving, that might be too... Um, look at me bossing people around. Come to a, <laughs> come to a free show. Get employed um, <laughs> to do things. So um, uh, let's let's do audience quizzes and questions. Um, yes, yeah. If oh, I've got to do has. the prize draw. Okay, we'll do that now. Yeah, we have some fantastic. Let's prizes. do the prize draw while um, we are delivering while the cake. cake. Is going around. So I hope there's enough memory oh. on this card. Are we are we good for memory on the card? I think so. So take a bite, please. Take a bite, Stu. Tell me what you think of the cake. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, I'm about oh, to eat yum. Tormund's face. Yeah, you are. Sweeter than I expected. <laughs> he just ate his nose. It's all that fermented milk. Yeah, all that goat's milk. Mm. So, Stu, I'm going to get you to draw three names from the bucket of um, names because yep. I have three prizes <laughs> to give away. Not the book of names. Um, no, not the book of names. So, draw the right. first name. All so right, I wish I could go. have a prize Drum for roll. everyone. Here comes the name. But everyone gets cake. It is Karen. Karen! Hopefully there aren't two Karens in. Where's Karen? Karen? That's Karen. Karen, come up Karen, to the you've stage. Won a prize. You've won a prize. So what I actually have to give away are some prizes that I uh, got from the very nice people at Foxtel. Uh, I was on a show called Thrones 360. Um, and they gave these to the audience and I thought it would be nice to give it to all the people who've come along and enjoyed the show. So what we have are some 3D masks and wall mounts. Mm-hmm. One the House Targaryen dragon, one the Stark direwolf and one the White Walker. So you get to pick. You were first. So what would you like? White Walker, Stark or... Dragons, you get the dragons. <laughs> all right, Stu, pull Yay. another name. All right, here we go with another name. Down the bottom, who we got here? This is Fiend. Fiend. Fiend got one. Fiend. Simon. This is my friend Simon Feeney, aka the Fiend. Fiend, which one do you want? White Walk. How did I know you would pick that? And Stu, pick a final. Thank you, Fiend. And pick a here final we go. name. Final one. Third one. Third and final. Third Coming and out final. It is Eloise. Eloise. You get a dire wolf. Hey. Put, it, put it in the nursery for your new daughter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll give her nightmares as she grows up. No, it be tough. So, is there, are people getting their cake and eating Everyone's it too? Everyone's got cake. You want a cake? Awesome. Everyone getting cake? It's not many podcasts that give you cake. I just want to point yeah. that out. Yeah. I'm a nice. Except for the cake podcast. I mean, that goes without saying. Yes. You're a good cake. It's very good cake. The cake has been made by Major Vicky. You're going to eat, eat that right on mic, are you? Yep. Hang on, I've got to have some diet cake. <laughs> the cake is a lie. Um, no. <laughs> Boo. I thought that would be better received. That was a, that was a video game joke. It was, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, the cake is made by Major Vu Cakes. Mm-hmm. 
And you can find her on Facebook, Major Vu Cakes. She makes awesome cakes. And when I said, can I have a Tormund cake? She went, sure. <laughs> so... Which is good how you know she's she's a good person. That's right. When she just goes, yeah, okay. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. Um, so, uh, people with theories, thoughts, call in. Now is the time for yes, more. Yes, anyone who hasn't already said it, Dan oh, has look, it's Dan. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounded so hostile. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I did not mean that to come across so hostile. Brian totally forgot out to mention that. Sorry. <laughs> Brienne filling out the book of names. Mm. Um, well, first it signifies that Brienne is now head of the Kingsguard. Yes, exactly, which is uh, absolutely what should have happened. She's absolutely. clearly the best candidate. And Sir Podrick Payne is in the Kingsguard. He's in the Kingsguard as well. Oh, Sir, man. Pod- Sir Podrick Payne. Are they supposed to be celibate, the Kingsguard? I think so. But, but when has that, that is ever a stopped loss. them? That's when a has loss. that ever stopped them? But also the Maesters <laughs> are supposed to be celibate and Sam That's was true. there. I'm Sam sad has we a didn't wife see, and child. Yeah, I'm sad we didn't see Gilly. Yeah, that's true. With him, yeah. you know, just with Bub in tow. It's hard to, to get everyone in the, mm. in the in the final race to the finish. That's right. But um, um No, I liked it. I, I like the um I like the symbolism of her filling out his uh entry and, and filling it out, you know, the 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 famous he famously Jamie Lannister had one one or two lines and the last one was Kingslayer. Mm. And now he has a very long entry after that, which is Oh he yeah, sure it's does. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Brienne would know. Just saying. <laughs> well, that's right. Exactly. Just saying. She knows length of his entry. <laughs> she, she shut the book while it was wet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she shut the book while she was wet. She did not let wet. that ink dry. No, absolutely not. The ink wasn't dry on his entry when she slammed it shut. <laughs> um, I thought it was really touching and uh, I think that she – Wrote a honourable version of his truth. Yes, absolutely. And he, he died. He died protecting his queen. Yeah, was which is really nice. N- especially ni- especially nice for her to write. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. Did you have thoughts on it or? I no? loved it. I thought it was you really th- loved it. Really touching. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was very good. I did not like Danny, so I was glad when she got. <laughs> <laughs> Dan was very glad when Danny died. Dan does not like Danny. Uh, a bit of rivalry there with the names, and was very happy when she died. <laughs> I think you're a misogynist, Dan. That's what I think. <laughs> he hates How John Moore. How can you hate John? Who? Are so boring. They're not boring. John is broody. Don't mistake broody for boring. He's, El- Eloise has a He's got up. a very rich internal life, which is mostly thinking about me. <laughs> he just doesn't know it. <laughs> Eloise. Okay, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, they, they gave the death that Cersei should have had with Jamie to John and Danny. Well, if you take it like I do, that you couldn't really have Danny die any other way, if you would do the same with Jamie and Cersei, it would be a bit boring. It would cheapen it, yeah. yeah. So, so it actually makes a lot of sense. I mean, we were talking mm. last week about how Cersei's, like for me anyway, Cersei's death felt a little bit cheap in certain ways, like, like that she didn't. What was that, sorry? Killed by shoddy masonry. Well, I mean, you know, it had been hit by a dragon. So, you know, I, I don't think, you know, they build that to code. But, you know, uh, but having said that, yeah, no, I mean, you know, having a castle fall on her, you know, probably isn't that bad of a way to go out, having having had a week to, to sit with it. 
But I, you know, yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it was poetic. It and was, then when and, Tyrion and dug together. them out, they were in each other's arms. That's it, exactly. And surprisingly, yeah. not that messed up. <laughs> and pre- well, the, the, this bit, like from the neck up, they were okay, yeah. That's my point. Their heads are closer <laughs> to the falling stones. That's true. They should have been busted. Would you have liked to have seen their broken... Yeah, man. <laughs> broken heads? Yeah, okay, fair enough. That's true. Not Jamie so much. <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating a lot of cake here. Mm. Yeah. Not Jamie so much. Right into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of cake crumbs. I'm sorry, I'm going to have my cake and eat it. Fair enough. It's the last well, one of these. Except apparently that nuts. phrase is the wrong way around, isn't it? It's like you're yeah. supposed to have your cake and eat it too. No. You can't have your cake and you eat it You eat your cake and have it too. You, you, can't, you can't eat a cake and have a cake. You can't eat your eats and cake your cakes. Mm. All true. You cake your can'ts and you ke- eat Careful. your cans. <laughs> <laughs> have some coke. Oh god. <laughs> yes, audience, I'll have some coke. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was a callback. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Well done. That's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well I have done. to work on a new idea for a show, because right. after that, so I wrote a show called Raven On which was all about being obsessed with Game of Thrones yes. in the lead up to the final season. Mm. And I've had people going, oh, you can just still do it. And I'm like, no, I really can't. No, yeah. It, it, a lot Things of, have really changed. Yeah. <laughs> I well, would, especially you coming out dressed as Daenerys would probably play a bit differently now. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> Before I was an all-conquering hero fangirl. Now yeah. I'm just like a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, did anybody get a copy of the Courier Mail yesterday? Did anybody see a photo of me in the Korea Mail yesterday? Oh, was there a photo of you in the Korea well, Mail? Well, I posed for one, and I haven't seen it because I don't, it, I couldn't find it online. Right. And I haven't been anywhere near a place where I could get a paper. Okay. They rang me up, or they messaged me on Facebook to say, uh, "We're doing photos for the end of Game of Thrones. Can you be in costume?" And I went, "I guess." How did sure. they? What? What? Had, did someone there know that you? I don't know. I owned guess, a Daenerys costume. Well, I guess you know. <laughs> Stu, I'm kind of a big deal. Um, <laughs> sure, Stu, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, look, I assume somebody knows somebody. It's, it's media. Somebody probably works sure. there who I know vaguely. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And they said, can you come in your Daenerys costume? And I was like, yeah, okay. So I rocked up. Did you make like triple sure that this was definitely legit before you went along? <laughs> <laughs> you just get a random phone call saying, can you please come with your Daenerys costume? And you just go? You just went? Okay. Yeah. Did, I, yeah. Did you tell someone where you were going to be? Yeah, I've been made to look the fool now because I just went, I just went, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll turn up. That's fine. <laughs> I wondered why I had to sit in a chair with um, made out of dildos, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't actually check. But I knew the f- when I rocked up, I was like, oh, I know that photographer from Around the Traps. Right. Couldn't okay. remember his name. And I was like, oh, I'm Natalie. I used to work at Brisbane Times. And he was like, uh-huh. And I went, mm-hmm. okay, well, <laughs> clearly Good you remember. Um, but there was a girl there who's 21 and she was the most perfect doll-like girl. <laughs> and she'd come in from Bow Desert with her parents for this photo shoot. Dretch in her hand-sewn Cersei from season two Oh, outfit. wow. Okay, yeah. Glorious red and gold gown mm. with hand-stitching and the lions down the sleeves. And she had just, you know, immaculate 21-year-old skin. And her hair, naturally beautifully blonde, fell down past her backside. And I was like, I'm so old and crusty. 
she, you know, she was a tiny, beautiful flower of a girl. And here was I with my makeup slapped on to <laughs> attempt youth. Um, and anyway, what I did take along though mm. was my uh, fire book. So if you saw my show Raven On, I open it with a fire trick and I yes. close with an ice trick, you see, because it's like symbolism. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to make a you know, story of ice and fire. Yeah. Uh, put a lot of thought into this comedy business. Would it would <laughs> have been nice if some more people bloody came. Uh, but anyway, um, I'm, not, I'm not bitter that I... You're out of the country. Oh, excuses, excuses. <laughs> I was also out of the country for a while. Whatever. Um, point is, I had this fire book, right? Yes. So I can have a. I open the book and it sets on fire. Yeah. There's a trick to it. It's very cool. Yeah, I worked with a musician, Pete Booth, who won't be listening to this because he doesn't watch the show, but will no <laughs> doubt message me one morning at two a.m. going, "I heard something about me." That's what he does. I love Pete. Um, but he does message odd, odd hours, <laughs> which is fine because I'm normally up at odd, odd sure, hours. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, well, I'll take this book along. It might add a bit of interest. Mm. But the thing about the fire book is that I've only got a limited amount of time for it to be on fire. Yeah. And they wanted to use the fire book because, as it turned out, there was a guy who was supposed to turn up and be Ned Stark and he didn't show. And we waited in costume outside Newstead House in Brisbane for 45 minutes. <laughs> waiting for Ned Stark Waiting to show for up. Ned Stark. Well, he's he, dead. Uh, he's, he's dead. Yeah. Did anyone check on him? Did not show up. <laughs> <laughs> Did we check the spikes out the front? Did so we check we just, the spikes yeah. out the front? Yeah, maybe. We ended up just finding a small stone stairwell <laughs> to take the picture of the two of us. So I have the fire book and I'm trying to light it on fire while the guy and I'm like, look, it's limited amount of time. Take a bunch of pictures. I'll try to look a bit insane, you know, Daenerys, like, woo, I'm a bit mad. I'll try to do some acting for the camera. And then the guy, the photographer, and bless him, he's doing his job, but he takes a photo and then he stops and he looks and he at looks the screen, at yep. uh, re-aims, and meanwhile my fingers are burning yes. <laughs> while the fire book is, I mean, not that badly, but kind of, I'm not Daenerys, right? But this, this magic trick is rapidly the becoming magic trick is just running a, out. And I've got a certain a amount of time fire. and so I have like, it's got, there's a wick and uh, I have to go and mm. I'm relighting it and I've taken lighter fluid with me and I'm dousing this thing in lighter fluid. Oh, yeah. And the thing is not out. Like I because you have to close the book to shut off the fire. Yeah. You know, reduce the oxy oxygen. That's the trick. And anyway, I'm not having long enough time for it to, so the thing is smouldering and right. I'm pouring more liquid on it, more lighter <laughs> fluid, setting it on fire again. The fire burns nicely for a couple of seconds and then it starts to decline. So more and more and more and the wick's getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. My fingers are getting more and more blackened. And then eventually he goes, oh, I think we've got it. And I'm like, thank God, because I'm out of wick. <laughs> Which was a euphemism, of course. Yes. <laughs> but it was supposed to be in the paper yesterday and I've got no idea. And Right, okay. Well, normally we'll to... someone would kind of see something. Just so it shows you the state our media is in where no one can be relied upon <laughs> to just kind of go, oh, I was reading the paper today and look, I saw this picture of you. Unless I was so uncannily like Daenerys. Well, that's it. They, they were like, oh, that's that Daenerys no Targaryen. Yeah, they I'm sure went, that's it. That five foot nine, excessively overweight Australian woman is absolutely the five foot nothing, forty <laughs> kilogram British <laughs> Amelia Clark. It's uncanny. Sure, I'm like four of her <laughs> piled in it. I'm I'm literally four Amelia Clarks yeah, wearing a coat. Wearing a coat. <laughs> Sorry, that got rude. Anyway, I'll edit that out. Um, or I, I don't care. Any other call-ins? Yes, Memphis! And then behind you, someone else who I can't quite see. Um, what do you guys think about the new Masters of Coin? Oh. What do we think about the new Masters of Coin Yeah, we didn't really discuss yeah. the new small council. No, we didn't know. That was... That was, that was. <laughs> Who's the Master of Ramps? Ooh. 
I just like to point I mean, out that that, uh, that was the audience's joke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anything, it will make King's Landing more disability accessible, sure. which is good. Absolutely. There'll be less, fewer, fewer, Scott. There'll be fewer landings. Uh, yes, yeah, exactly. Well, we have um, Tony up the out. back is in a chair. Tony, your thoughts on, on, on a... King's Lift. King's Lift. <laughs> Bring it to King's Lift. Thank you, Tony. There we go. Um, I love the fact that Bron got his. It was it, look. It was done way too easily that he got High Garden. Yes, yeah. But I freaking loved him coming in and saying, "Oh, Master of Coin is quite happy to rebuild brothels." <laughs> and Davos is like, "Well, we need ships first. He's like, "Well, I don't know. That's your point of view. But is let's, it the right point of view? Let's have it. Let's have let's a debate. Let's have it out. And um, Sam Tarly with his Song of Ice and Fire. Yes. Oh, that was so good. No, 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 no. Now listen, listen. <laughs> I am I am a sucker. I am an absolute sucker. Uh, strong comment a, from the audience. There's from when a movie comment. or a TV show says the name of the movie or the TV show. I love it. I love it every single time. He did it wrong? He did it wrong. How did he do it wrong? Did he say a song of no. fire and ice? A song of ice and fire. No, well, I mean, that, that's the name of the book series. Is, yes. Is a song of ice and fire, which I thought was quite, yes. quite poetic. I mean, he seems to have finished that book. So, I mean, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully uh, fiction can mirror reality ev- eventually. I love the fact that Tyrion wasn't mentioned in it. And yes, he's like, niff that he doesn't he, mention. He, he, he just sort of assumed that he, he was like, oh, they must have said bad things about me. It's like, yeah. they said good things about me? What did they say about me? Nothing. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> and it, just, it shows that it's not necessarily you, you, the people who pull the strings and make the decisions yeah. and all that sort of stuff aren't necessarily the people who get credit for that's it. it. That's it, exactly. That's how the public service works, you know? <laughs> Um, my first-hand experience of that. So. Um, but no, I really like that scene. I thought it, like again, tonally, it kind of clashed a little after what had just happened. But but it was like it was fine. Like a, I, OG I, Game of Thrones, yeah, exactly, humorous. Yeah, the fact humor. that Tyrion straightened all the chairs and then they piled in and just ripped them all. Apart. <coughs> Sorry, I'm drinking on cake. Oh God, this is this is it. This is how she goes out. She's going to die on stage, like the prophecy foretold. <laughs> this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is the <laughs> It's the purple podcast. The purple podcast. <laughs> well done. I'm all right. I just I, the cake is delicious. You're I just good? Uh, Yeah, no, no, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm totally fine. <clears throat> I'm a classy lady. <laughs> you have barely eaten any of your torment. Probably because probably I'm saving because I'm saving him for later. Choked. <laughs> Did you see somebody Photoshop Torman's face? Because you know Kit Harrington onto Rose, Rose Leslie's uh, wedding wedding, wedding photo. <laughs> hey, I mean a ginger's a ginger, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. it's all good. Any ginger in a storm. Um, <laughs> I also loved um, in that scene uh, with Tyrion telling his joke. He did. I was going to say, yeah, he finally. Uh, we assume finally got to tell that joke. Now, that he's I been have had so many people. So when that joke happened, and I did a cursory Google, and an article popped up the top of the Google search, which was, "This is someone's theory on what the joke is." Yeah. And then I keep being sent that today, but everyone like putting it in their own writing. Oh, okay. And I was right. like, no, I read the article where that came from, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if people are trying to claim their own joke or claim that joke or like because nobody's putting credit to it. And I'm like, is everyone trying to steal a joke here? <laughs> Because Limo told it on the show too last night on, oh, on well, Throne 360. His, his he version. tried. Well, no, he he obviously went. Oh yeah, that's right. The show. Um, <laughs> I had a 
moment of going, why is everyone shit? Oh, right, yeah, there's a drinking game. Uh, and I, he, he was trying to tell like a modified version of, of that joke right. so you don't mention like the huge cock at the end. Yes. <laughs> because it's nice TV. Sorry, the children. How do, you, how do you tell a version of that joke that doesn't have that line at the end? Well, he was, I think he just kind of delicately stepped around it. Oh, okay. And also didn't mention it. Yes. <laughs> Um, so he, maybe they cut it because it was a bit naughty. Cause I, tr- okay. I was trying to think of my own punchline for what that joke would be. I was right. trying to do the, the, the version that's the out there is very good. I like it. Yeah. I, the yeah, one with the, yeah. the genie and yeah, the, yeah, it. yeah. It, it's a, it's a, it's a Westerosi version of the 12 inch penis line. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But mine was, uh, the madam says, what do you plan on doing with this? And I said, hind your own beeswax, right? I was trying to come up with a pun <laughs> on jackass and honeycomb. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone keeps sending me this, oh, this is the joke. And I'm like, stop sending me someone else's joke. I made it my own joke. <laughs> Indignant pose. Indignant huffing. Indignant huffing. Sorry <laughs> if you have commented. I don't mean that seriously. But, I, you know, it's just like all, all of a sudden all these people started sending me that joke. Any other call-ins? What else have we not talked about? In There's this one episode? right up the back. Oh, up the back. I think that's Joshua. That is, is that Josh? Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Oh, yeah. Yes. Grey Worm going to Narth was the best moment of yeah. closure. That was really sweet. Isn't it funny how just with one line you can say so much? He's like, we sail for Narth. And everyone went, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to Miss Sunday's home to see the beaches that she wanted to see. Although he's taking all the Unsullied with him, right? Maybe he's going to be the king of Narth. <laughs> well, I read something apparently in the books. Narth is uh, it's like a super hippie commune. Right, okay. And there's no violence and nobody has weapons. Sure. And so they're very easy for people to come and steal people for slavers. But you can't be there for very long because they have like a native mosquito that kills anyone oh, who okay. isn't yep. who isn't like a Narthian. Right. Or something. Is that right? Does anyone know what I'm talking venomous about? Butterfly. A venomous butterfly. Venomous butterflies is not a phrase I thought we would hear tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but sure. But it is the name of my new hard rock metal band. Yes, absolutely. Hey. Let's do it. That's actually not bad. New project. (laughs) The Venomous Butterflies of Narth. (laughs) Grey Worm came for us today. (laughs) But we bit him in the fray. This has run out of steam very quickly. That was a nice moment, though. Yes. Do you think? Because I saw there was Dothraki getting on ships as well. But I got the sense that they were going back to um, the, Great Gra- the Great Grass Sea. Yeah. It, it's just interesting that they've obviously negotiated. Well, we took over and we're the commanding army, but um, I guess now we'll all just go I guess home? we'll just all leave. Exactly. And that's another thing that we probably should have seen the negotiations yeah. for. It feels very easy for them <laughs> to like, go, okay, we're, we're done now. We just wrecked your city, <laughs> but we're off. We've, we've achieved a sort of a victorious closure. Yes. So we're uh, off back to We're all done. Some we're off to do some soul searching and self care. <laughs> Dothraki self care. Dan has his hand up again. There was one other thing. Um, <laughs> just, just one, the one more thing. So, Daenerys got stabbed, which I love. You, lo- you loved Daenerys getting stabbed, you misogynist, Dan. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. And, and then later, yeah, so all John has to do is just pretend <laughs> Drogon just flew off with Danny, I guess. Uh, and just be like, oh, I'm, I, I saw her before in the throne room, but she's gone now. I don't know where she would have gone. But he's John yeah, Snow. Exactly, exactly. exactly. So he's John Snow. He would he walk out of there with the bloody knife going, it. I did it, I did it, lock me up. Yeah. 
I confess, I also was Jack the Ripper, <laughs> the great train robbers, Lord Lucan, <laughs> and, um, oh, yeah, and I kidnapped Harold Holt. So yeah. <laughs> he would have just confessed to everything. Totally, yeah. He's, he, that's so in character for John. He would have walked straight up it, to Grey Worm and just been like, I just killed Danny. The, the fact that they didn't execute him immediately on site was That's quite... It. I mean, kudos for Grey Worm for keeping his um, temper in check. Clearly didn't have the balls for it. Ew! <laughs> Where's my balloons for my 100th nad joke? <laughs> my final ever the, the unsullied... The pun of the... <laughs> unsullied no junk joke. Sorry, someone was speaking. Adam, was it you? Camille, Adam, have a fight, have a fight. Oh, God, there they're go. so polite, aren't they? I just want to give some kudos to the Targaryen marketing officer who managed to remember to carry a cardboard by a Targaryen banner into the... <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> Camille says that kudos to the Targaryen marketing and branding yes. team... Oh, yeah. They... ...who made sure there was a Castle High Targaryen banner hanging over Danny's... the remnants <laughs> of the Red Keep. Danny's social branding has always been on point. Yeah. She has so many Instagram followers. <laughs> Eloise. Well, she had a lot more before King's Landing happened, but yeah. Speaking of that, where did Danny get her Dark Danny outfit from? All like a black she had that last <laughs> week, though. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> where did Danny she, get her Dark She her upcycled Danny? Cersei's yes, gear, right. yeah. She had her tailor modified. It is one of those wonderful things where people change outfits and have new boots and fresh clothes and all that <laughs> stuff without ever – like you never see them bathing or – we saw no. Danny having a bath once, I think. She's always wearing and something And Brienne different. and Jamie had a bath once, but yes. everyone's always like <laughs> impeccably dressed. And even though Missandei's dead, she still had great braids going on. Missandei was the one who did her braids, so. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And so. I don't know about you, Stu, but it's really hard to braid your own hair. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've struggled with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You used to have long hair. I've I did used to have long hair, It was hair, before yes. we met, but I've heard that you were quite yes. a metalhead. I used to have lo very long hair, yeah. actually, yeah. I never braided it, though, which is probably a missed opportunity. You never braided it? No, never. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, there we go. Stu's sister's well, piped in with that. I didn't lie. The, they, said, yeah. they said we did. I didn't yeah. lie. I, didn't, I said I didn't braid Do my hair. Do you have photographic evidence of a cherubic Stuart probably, Late probably. in braids? <laughs> you know. Oh. All right. Camille has some incriminating photos. Incriminating photos of Stu and Braids. I need to see those. Mm. They need to be on the internet. <laughs> um, hey, if I put up photos of me reacting to Game of Thrones with the worst ugly crying you've ever seen, that's well. then surely you looking cute in Braids is an okay sure, trade-off. Let's do that. Uh, anything else? Or are people getting sick of us? Because I just don't want to end. Ghost what? got pats. Yes, sorry. I meant, to, I meant to say that. Yes. Ghost, the good boy, finally got his pats, which Do you is think, very good. I heard a lot of people going, they, they re-edited that in the last two weeks. That's insane. <laughs> How could they have... What? They of got Keith Harrington back? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Quickly, suit up. We yeah. need to put you in there. Oh, you've cut your hair. Uh, a wig, I guess. We'll put yeah, you in a wig. Yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. Just go, go. Pat no, him. That no, was, that was, it, it made sense yeah. now why he didn't have a touching moment with Ghost two yes. weeks ago because he had a touching had moment. Touching moment now. Mm. Finally, I could have a touching moment with Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's fine. My life will continue and be good. I'm sure it will be. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure my increasing irrelevancy in a Jesus increasingly politicised world will, <laughs> will be good. So anyway, thanks for coming. Uh, it's been <laughs> no, it was another hand oh, up. We got one more. We got one more. We got more. Speaking of life after podcast, would you consider doing an ASMR style? 
<laughs> and ASMR. That's the creepy weirdo soft talk voice, isn't it, on the internet? Hang on. All right, we'll do it now. Okay, we're going to do an ASMR. Oh, you can, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, ASMR. Yeah, yeah. So this is names on pieces of paper. <laughs> I'm talking very softly into the <laughs> microphone. Um, th- I'm doing ASMR. These are crumbs on a napkin. This is a brochure for Titanic the movie, the play. <laughs> which is my show that you should come and see. Final weekend, 25th, 26th of May. Oh my God, it's so funny. We've had four amazingly good reviews, but the frickin' election killed our numbers last weekend. <laughs> That's why I hate politics. Please come and see this show. I need money to e- eat. <laughs> this... Um, <laughs> this is me tapping a lid on a water bottle with a knife. It's very sexy. This is me blowing into a large bottle. I didn't think that would work. <laughs> That's very well done. Are you turned on yet? <laughs> <laughs> This is the sound of two whales mating. <laughs> this I'm, is just, the, I'm just imagining the, the audience at home listening to this. <laughs> Let's face it, Stu, they tuned out oh, yeah. hours ago. They, they, switched over to, they switched over to How to Make a Murderer a long time ago. Yeah, they switched over to True Crime Podcasts, <laughs> which is a pity because this is the side of the real slaughter. Am I right? <laughs> In my head, that was funnier than it <laughs> came out. Um, anything else? Adam, did you have something before? Starbucks sponsored the, yes. Who sponsored the water bottles? Yeah. yeah. Mount Franklin. Yeah. Evian. Perrier. <laughs> San Pellegrino. Mm. Mm. It wasn't a That's green true. bottle. That's true, it wasn't a green bottle. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they were too busy hanging on the walls. <laughs> a green bottle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got it, they just didn't appreciate it. <laughs> Someone is literally wincing in the audience at that joke. <laughs> like literally hands to their eyes in, in, is, a, in physical pain. This is the beauty of a live podcast. You can see the you reaction can see to the your hate. jokes in real you time. You can just feel the seething resentment. <laughs> How are you people up there talking shit into a microphone and I'm here in the audience being subjected to this oral torture? This is against the Geneva Convention. Yes, Eloise. Yay! I'll stay here. Nick, when do you have to go? Because <laughs> he's our only, I don't know when the bar, because they've said at the bar that they'll hang around if people want to hang around. So we can just continue this off air. <laughs> we can just keep this going forever. We can keep this going forever. We'll chill out the back. Um, I got nothing to do except write a recap, whatever. <laughs> no, it's fine. I wrote a placeholder so people can wait. God you damn did. it. Um, so yes. Supernatural fantasy element 
Mm, yeah. Mm, do we do we think that the books are going to end the same way as the show? I think. I think there's a really good likelihood of Jon Snow um, and Queen uh, Natalie Bohensky ending up on the Iron <laughs> Throne together. <laughs> I'll sit on his lap. I don't know. I think jo- I've heard George R. R. Martin say that our, my ending won't be very different from their ending, but there'll be different paths to get there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more. There's a lot more characters that are still alive. Like Bar- in the books, Barris and Selmy's still alive, as as of the published books and John has only just died and hasn't come back. So we, we have a whole bunch of stuff to get through in the books and there's characters in play and things that are happening in the books that don't happen in the show. And I think we'll get to a very similar place, but we might take a different route to get there and it might be a bit better explained too. So Memphis up the back. What about if this is the Ooh. only canon ending we're going to get? Well, uh, screw the haters, I say. Yeah. <laughs> Suffering your jocks. I just said there's so many people who are going to be so angry because everything that they described in their own head didn't come true. And it's like, that's the problem with thinking too much. <laughs> you can't. This is why everyone gets disappointed constantly because you are capable of your own, in your own mind of coming up with the best possible examples of things. But do you actually do them? No, you don't. You sit at home on the couch and watch YouTube. That's... Get your life in order, Natalie, as my dad says. <laughs> my point is, I don't know what my point is. <laughs> Lloyd! Uh, um, yeah? This is very lyrical comment yes, from Lloyd. absolutely. Quoting Mark Twain, history doesn't repeat, it only rhymes. It only rhymes. Uh, suggesting that there's enough that we can take from the ending, quote-unquote, of that show to realise that it's actually just a new beginning and there's hmm. lots... Jon Snow's got lots of good years ahead of him. Totally. He could come back, be king. Why not? Yeah, there's, <laughs> that, that's it. There's, there, I, that's why I liked about uh, liked with this ending is that it wasn't a, right, all done, neat bow. It was, here's where the situation is at this point in time. Uh, you might get two miles out to sea and go, you know what, I'm really seasick. Um, <laughs> this is not going to work. Yes, Hannah. Yes. Ask me again in 10 years. Westeros, 10 years. Look, I am paranoid about ageing and I <laughs> don't even like to think about 10 years from now because I'll be <coughs> years old and I <laughs> I really can't handle Actually, at that point that. we'll both be <laughs> years old. I'm a lot older than Stu. So you're, you're not. I am though. <laughs> Yeah, I will. Yeah, that's right. I'll have an 11-year-old by that point. That's entirely frightening. That is terrifying. Yeah. Oh, man, she's going to give you thank, so much trouble. Thank you for that existential horror <laughs> this evening. My God. Chloe Giant's Bane. She'll wonder why I call her that. <laughs> Hello, oh. little Chloe Giant's Bane. I was going to say I'll have showed her the series, but she'll be 11. I don't know if yeah, I'll yeah, show yeah. her Game of the Thrones by that stage. Maybe. You can at least show her your shrine of torment. That's right, exactly, yeah. yes. The, it's like, it's like, why are there no baby photos of me, Dad? Well, Dad had to put up a lot of photos of Torment. That's it. You know, there's only so much wall His space His holy leader. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? I don't know. I'll keep talking. Well, we should wrap this up maybe and just go hang out at the sure, bar. So, they, so people might buy a drink and the venue won't hate us. <laughs> um, thank you so much, everyone. Stu, handshake. A handshake on a job well done, Oh, thank you. We've, we've reached the end. Yeah, I can't quite believe it. And uh, we'll have to find something else to, to 
do shows about. I really want to do His Dark Materials, which is coming up from the BBC. I think that could be really cool. And I'm yep. um, keen to do Good Omens as well. So maybe we could do yes, Good Omens. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we might we might do so Good Omens in the meantime. That's that's out now, I think. I think it's just End of the coming month, out. I think. Or just just yeah. about to come out. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, all right. Well, let's come back next week and do <laughs> we'll Good Omens. Come back next week. <laughs> um, but I also want to, I definitely, when it comes out, want to do the Game of Thrones prequel. Yes. Um, I think that's, that's what we're all be, hanging our yeah. hat on, that there'll be a Game Ra- of Thrones Raven prequel. Raven on will return in some form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully there'll be ravens in it. Because otherwise the name will it's be... Fine. <laughs> will it? I mean, they'll, they'll be ravens. There's they'll always be ravens. Thematically. They clip their good. wings like they do at the Tower of London sure. so they can't fly away. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself in a, in a week's time. I'm going to be bereft. Um, so please stay on my Facebook page if you're on it so I feel like I have friends. And um, I will keep writing stuff and, and Stu will keep being dragged... <laughs> along to do things that he otherwise, you know, might like to spend time with his beautiful family. Um, but I don't allow that. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I don't know. Endings are so awkward. They are. So I'm going to go to the north. And right, yes. you can sail to the west. I'll sail to the west. Yeah. Yep, and, okay. And we'll play... Ah. <laughs> How do we out- outro the show now that Valamogoulis and the winter is coming is all kind of... With the tin whistle, we're getting the request from the audience. (laughs) I'm going to do my own outro music. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much for coming out tonight. You guys have been amazing. This is the biggest uh, audience that we've had. Thank you you for Stu for doing the actual housekeeping matters because I'm I'm terrible at it and I'm sad that I'm not going to be able to come and hang out with friends every Tuesday. So if you know where I live, just come and hang out. Let's hang out. I have cats. No, wait. <laughs> that's that's the best possible outro I could have hoped for. <laughs> as much as I can do. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. You've been amazing. Whether you're here in person or listening at home, thank you so much. Uh, this has been the greatest. So um, for the last time, Vala Mogulis or whatever. Winter is over. Oh! <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.